the What Are You Doing Movie Archives. Hi everyone, this is T from Down in Front. Before we get into our feature presentation of Revenge of the Sith, I'd like to remind everyone that's perhaps an iTunes downloader that as of this week, we have a brand new website, much more interactive, much more interfacey. We're here for all the INT words we can jam at you with a brand new forum that you'll need to register at because the other one didn't come over. But it, it should be the one that we're sticking with from here on out. So hopefully we can get all the activity we had on the previous forum onto the new one and then more so after this. So if you haven't gotten a, a name on the new forum, please do that and check out the site and send us any correspondence saying that we are stupid or terrible or all those things at downinfrontshow at gmail.com as always. Buy a t-shirt, pay for our Christmas, do what you can. Anyway, uh, that being said, enjoy Revenge of the Sith. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Down in Front. Our movie this week is, oh god, everyone all at once, episode three, Revenge, Revenge of the, of the Sith. Sith. Good, good job on the all at once there, you guys. Yeah, way to go with the whole fucking harmonious synced dog. <laughs> is it too early to give up? No, it's not too early. Wait until the lens flip. Now, before we get started with our whole who's here and what we're doing and how much we're drinking and how much we've already drank, Boy, go ahead and hop in your DVD, press play, and then press pause when... A long time ago in a galaxy far, far away, dot, 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 fades to black. The first frame you perceive of all black, and it's a pretty quick fade down, so be ready for it. Press pause on your DVD player or computer. When I say three, two, one, on pause in a moment, I'll press play. You'll press play. We'll watch the movie together in perfect sync. It'll be like any other commentary, except this time, of course, it will have four friends in your head. Drunken friends. Drunken friends in your head with chips. With chips. With oh, chips. we do have chips, don't we? We do have <laughs> chips. We have no cake. Oh, nice. I wish we had Thank chi- you. Okay, now we should have before cake we, for now, this. now that we've established our pause on pause point, who's at the table today? Our our table today is made up of Mr. Brian William Finifter. Hi, Mr. Michael quote Dorkman quote Scott. I'm about two and a half sheets to the wind right now. And but. Ryan Weber. <laughs> hey, how's it going? Now, this movie brings out pretty uh, unified opinions in all that watch it. However, we should give it the benefit of the doubt. Brian William Fenifter, how do you feel about Star Wars Episode Three: my, Revenge of the Sith? My theory before it came out, and it, I think it held up pretty well, is that this movie had to have some redeeming value to it because the storyline of the prequels as a whole had redeeming elements yeah. to it. Mm-hmm. You know, just Anakin Skywalker turning into Darth Vader. Whatever that turn happened. How do you happened, fuck that up? You can't fuck that up. Uh, well. Well, frankly. They did their best to fuck it up, I mean. Yeah, I'm like... Mm-hmm. You're just uh, saying by the nature of having those elements in it, by the you're nature, guaranteed something. By the nature of what is shown in the original Star Wars trilogy, yes. cool things have to happen in the prequel trilogy. And because none of those things you happen in episode one or two... You are so wrong. Because none of those things happen in one or two, by process of elimination they had to happen in episode so the word is hope you were hopeful (laughs) i was desperately hopeful michael dork despairingly hopeful that's despairingly yeah that's a good one uh the the opinion is not actually unified Mm. um i found i mean it is with me i'm not saying it (laughs) but um yeah a lot of reviewers were like oh shit Compared to the last ones, A plus. I mean, you this know, a he, walk in the park in the Star Wars. He jumped off, on a curve. Yeah, he jumped yeah, off the short bus and told us what two plus two was. For God's sake, right there. Um, I mean, <laughs> that's basically because, yeah, it's like it's like wow, he actually managed to get. He got some things right, but but almost by by virtue of you, like you would you literally you, you can't fuck it up, and like he had. He had a couple people like Spielberg and Coppola coming in being like, we are not going to allow you to fuck this up. <laughs> like, we, we're putting it another way to make you think you're in charge, but we're not going to let you fuck this up. So That's one of the things gonna- Spielberg was saying on the Crystal Skull DVD where he's like, here's how you deal with George. If he thinks it's his idea yeah. and it's a good idea, he'll recognize that. But the thing that keeps him from doing it is if he thinks it's someone else. Right. So just suggest <laughs> – 
I wonder what happened if you did and think of abstract thought next to this idea. Right. If you did this. And George goes, <gasps> What if he did and that? And he runs off and he writes on his yellow yeah. notepad, he's got good hair this time. Yeah. Um, so, <laughs> but but there were a lot of critics who were like, Great! <laughs> I'll take it. A lot, of, a lot of critics like, We'll take it. Yeah, I'll take it. So, like we said, you've been you've been feeding me shit for the last you know six years, and now it's chocolate. It's not very good chocolate, but hey, at least it's what it's supposed to be, kinda. Compared so, to the shit, yeah. Um, yeah, compared to the shit, yeah, the chocolate. Um, so how do you feel? I, uh, uh. It, I mean, it didn't. It's it's too little, too late. I mean, there are the, uh, of the three. This is probably the best one, but it's but it's kind of like okay, so Armenia, Germany, Darfur, which is the best genocide? You know, it's like oh. <laughs> wow, we are coming out of the gate strong. <laughs> yeah, let's let's do this. Um, so I mean, it's like it's almost the wrong question to ask, right? But um, but of the three, yeah, I mean, it's the closest where it's like, hey, that's that's what a movie so would do. You appreciate the fact that this movie will rape you less than the others? Yeah, exactly. It's no, like, it still rapes you. It just tells you it will call you in the morning. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. It won't, but it tells you it will. And our uh-huh. final panelist this evening is Mr. Ryan Dash Weber. Oh. Mr. Ryan W. Uh-huh. Mr. Ryan the fucking Weber. That's on my driver's license. How do you, how do you feel about this, this goddamn <laughs> cinematic event? Well, it is, it is grading on a curve a little bit, and I agree with what you guys just said. But I'll give it actually a little bit more credit in that just not, not by the nature of the, the story elements that have to be in place here and are sort of automatically going to help it out. I think this one did do the most like correct calls like there are little moments where it's like that scene felt like it was actually directed by somebody oh, or yeah you know i mean and we know who mm-hmm. yeah well, we'll get well into no 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 i mean well, okay, we'll, we'll get to it as we get into it but <laughs> no we'll get into it yeah but um i mean also I, the thing for me and since i haven't been here on the first two uh other prequels that you're doing is i i, I appreciate these movies in sort of you know in a weird kind of it's for some strange reason it's easy for me to divorce myself from the 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 story of it and i it's very easy for me to just like appreciate them in on a technical level like i when like phantom menace came out like on vhs i had the vhs and that shit was just playing like in my room all the time just because it was spectacular it's very easy for me to take in the star wars movies as that looks fucking great that sounds fucking great and then even if if even especially in, in the earlier ones where i didn't have the capacity to really appreciate that it sucked in much the same. <laughs> it's very similar to you actually uh, uh teague um it was it was still something that i it was it was fun for me to it watch was fucking star wars it's fucking star wars and this one still does that for me too even I though think spectacular is a good word for it because it's, it's spectacle. spectacle it's very yeah, much spectacle. visual yeah i is. forgot to i left this out it's my favorite anecdote i can't believe i left it out on both prequel movies but i was grounded the day that Episode one came out on VHS day. That was before DVDs huh. were like a thing, really. I mean, they were there, but they were like. It's like not getting to go to the itchy and scratchy movie. I was grounded. <laughs> I was grounded. I was helping my dad clean out. He and I were cleaning out my grandma's apartment. She had like a retirement home slash apartment thing, and he. I was grounded for real, like hardcore, like I had cussed at my birthday or something, and I had three weeks of you're not doing jack shit, son. And he still bought me the tape, and it was still this wonderful, really like childhood moment I had where I would be cleaning out my grandma's apartment, grounded, couldn't talk on the phone, couldn't drive my car because I was a nine. And yet, I was able I to watch Star Wars. Oh. Yeah. Then it's nothing like missing. Now, there's also one last thing we should mention, which is that 
Ryan, where were you in 2005? Right. You, you always talk about how you can't you, – you also can't divorce yourself from the experience that you personally have, your personal relationship with the movie. And and for me – and one more reason maybe I like this one a little more than I ought to is I was working at LucasArts, a video games company at the time. And um, I was working on the Episode 3 video game. And so – in addition to sort of being sort of in an auxiliary satellite fashion involved in Star Wars, creating Star Wars, I was also around, you know, a few minutes from the ranch. I've been there a couple times. I've bumped into George once or twice. And it was fun because I got to see all this really interesting sort of behind-the-scenes work-in-progress stuff because it was important for us working on the game to sort of see the development of how the movie was coming along and, you know, build the game to be like the movie. And so there are all sorts of interesting little things that I got to see that all point out as we come to them and sort of stuff that wouldn't necessarily be on, you know, just the the uh, the commentary or the uh, behind-the-scenes deleted scenes and stuff like that. So. I feel like we have an excellent spectrum, so let's get started. Get your mouse or remote ready. All right, time to take a shot. You are paused. <laughs> oh, yeah, wait. Ryan, oh, am I going to take a shot? I'm, got jo- some I'm te- joining Mike. I see you have some tequila kids. here. Te- right, tequila, yeah. We upgraded from the mics and the wine, and now it's tequila. All right, here we go. So. One, two, three, drink. Throw it back. They're throwing it back. Oh. oh, wow, Ryan, take it like a man. Michael's a little bit less of the, you know, okay, I'm just going to say. He took a sip. I took Jesus a whole Christ. shot glass. Come well, on. I finished it off. <laughs> 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 and that being said, your mouse anyway. remote ready. You were paused at the black point immediately after a long time ago in the galaxy far, far away. Ellipsis, period. Here we go. Three, two, one. Unpause. Oh, that is warm. <laughs> I don't feel it going Star all the way down. As if, as if to remind you that this is now, Max still stirring. Here we go. Ready now, I will, first word in, of the in, crawl. in episode in episode one, everyone lost their shit when it went. Okay. And this one, everyone's like, <laughs> oh, "Well, all right, let's, let's see what you got." All right, yeah, we, we, exactly. It's very on. much. Let's just get this over. With. <laughs> and what's funny? What's funny? I just imagine George being all pissed off, having read a review of Attack of the Clones, sitting down with his famous yellow notepad, and being like, "Fuck!" They said there was no wars. War. The first word of the crawl. We an excellent. Exclamation point. We've came, never seen that before. Uh, when it came out, my friends and I all went to the midnight showing. We, it was in college at the time. Yeah, and, yeah, and, sure. Ryan, and Ryan, uh, who was on with I us, also with love, there are heroes on both sides, evil is everywhere. Those two sentences contradict <laughs> kind of, but anyway. They really do. Why introduce the ambiguity of heroes on <laughs> now, the Now, after all this time, when Star Wars is black and white. Now Ryan, Ryan Shealy from the Undiscovered from Country commentary. Uh, commentary. We're, we're huge Star Wars fans as well, so we're sitting there and like all of our... All the meaning of life for the two of us is hinged upon this last movie. Because like I was saying, there has to be some value to this because by sheer process of elimination. And there's nothing, then what the hell are we doing on this planet You anyway? spent two movies not telling the story, and there's a lot to tell. Exactly. This should rule. This should so, rule. So we're sitting there, literally our fists clenched, like, what's going to happen? Is it, uh, And then the scroll comes up, and the first word is, WAR! And we went, <sighs> All right. Well, that's that's the end of that. That's that. Um, up, there we go. Lens flare. This is this is my favorite in, coming out this of is the crawl. Intro. First sure, yeah, shot. I gotta say. I always joke about the script reading Star Wars Episode Three: Revenge of the Sith. George Lucas. Insert date. Exterior. Lens flare. Yes. And then you there's open, another. We open yeah. in inside a, a lens flare. flare. I yes. love this reveal. How it starts out. It is great. Yeah. Yeah. You know, it's, it's very Battlestar though. You would very like quiet, it. and then it you. Revealed all, the, the chaos, and it's also it's also an example of what I was trying to say. Like this is a it's a it's a cool call to have a really long opening oh, shot yeah. that's just yeah. engaging in battle and revealing all this stuff. That's a brilliant little this thing. Is, this is the moment where you're like, hey, this might be a movie, yeah. and it's fun to think of those two. Also, ships. that perspective you're looking at them and thinking ships. No. Look at them and think Obi Wan and Anakin. No, you do. You think of the you you know who you it immediately is. Assume for the first it's time the... in the fucking prequel trilogy. You finally get. 
I see what Obi-Wan's – he's reminiscing when he'd be seeing him in A New Hope yeah. about how great of a pilot he was and how in tune they were. <laughs> yeah, right. You never, ever, 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 ever yeah. see that. Yeah. And here they're both in tune. They're both doing the exact same shit. They turn at the same Turns time. Turns out like, uh, George is better at character development when you don't actually see characters. Well, <laughs> exactly. the thing is I always wonder if this sequence was directed Supposedly by some that's visual a kitchen sink. Yeah, that's yeah. a kitchen sink that just hit it. I always wonder but, if the sequence was directed by some visual effects supervisor and not George. I'm sure it was. The, I, you know what the thing is, though? I think a lot of those are ideas that were posed to him by people who are like, this would be fucking great. And George was like, okay. So it's not really his idea. I love that, I love that he, they, they were like, well, it's, he's been through war, so I guess he'd have a scar. But he's like, not, <laughs> but not an ugly – like a Pretty scar, yeah, pretty, right? pretty boy. Just a little, mm-hmm. a little now, something. It'll make him feel. Dangerous. He actually gave it to himself. He's a bad boy. <laughs> but um, uh, what what you were saying uh, earlier, which we get into later, uh, about uh, here's the our, here's, are these guys CG? Digital as hell. Were? Yeah, totally. I think that's totally our CG Sifo DS clones. No, no. Um, Django. Django. Django yeah, but they're clones on the oh, Sifo. Uh, yeah. Made by DS. But shh, because we're not going to acknowledge that anymore. We forgot about that, and we're not going to talk about. it. We're going to move on amicably. Yeah, we're going to move on just like we did from the midi-chlorians, although that does come back up briefly. Uh, but For no reason. We're finally getting back into what Return of the Jedi. When I, when I summarize Return of the Jedi in a picture in my brain, it's always this yeah, insanely the, yeah, dense the space cloud. Uh, well, space I, quite frankly, this whole thing, you're just watching this and you're like, okay. well, it took you two movies, but I guess we are. We're, we're having <laughs> some fucking cool Star Wars. It does feel like Star Wars. But yeah. I still yeah. have a problem with this in the sense that... Until you come back to him. Then you're my, like, god damn it. <laughs> what I love even more than and, than lightsaber battles is a good starfighter battle, and mm. the Battle of Yavin is awesome, and mm-hmm. the Battle of Endor as climactic action sequences are great, and there is not a climactic starfighter sequence in no. the prequel trilogy. Right. Right. We have the Phantom Menace, but that's a lousy piece of shit that we won't talk about. Yeah, I mean, I mean, the- so, like this is a good space battle, but it's not climactic, and that really bugs me. Uh huh. Yeah, that would have been cool if this were... Well, you know what? I'm going to give it points for just being, this is how we're opening the movie. You know, I'm going to give episode it's a three in general credit for just the fact that the, f- the first 30 minutes are essentially action. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. You know, I mean, it's it's starting you off like, all right, let's rock and roll, oh, and then we'll cool get into the, the plot later. There are a few really weird and inventive shots in Revenge of the Sith. Yeah. Which mm-hmm. is odd, because it's like, who directed it? George Lucas? As in George Lucas? Well, again, though, it's the same thing, I think, as what th- was was the case, and they talk about it at the end of Attack of the Clones, where it was basically just like, open, you know, blank check. Here, ever, here, animatic guys, make up a bunch of cool stuff, and then he picks from a buffet they of hand it off to the stuff. third floor ink. Right. Yeah, exactly. And so I, I imagine that's a lot of what happened here, too. It's like, oh, we'll have a sequence where these, these buzz droids come out, and they attack the thing. Very famously, or, that's what happened know. with the movie Serenity, the Firefly movie, where They're some in of the, the guys Zoic were like, you know it'd be really cool if you were just completely zoomed in it was flipping around and you zoom back and see that it's falling and that becomes like a point of one of the sequences it's sure like, previs guys it's so bizarre how much weight previs animation well has yeah because it's like movie. holy shit but also i mean some asshole at a previs company who doesn't have to be a good composite good anything can be the guy that good idea designed guy. the shots yeah. for star wars yeah but um that's great i mean which is wonderful spielberg did is. direct some of this movie oh yes and i think did, you did can he ever tell say when he did. what because i knew uh, it was like a mystery uh, it's not it's not official like it's it? ne- it's never I, I don't think i'm not no, sure no it was ever confirm. ever openly said but i'm pretty sure my ideas my, too my well yeah my um my suspicion always was and i feel like i it was confirmed somewhere but maybe it wasn't but um my i I scratched my nose and it was like it covered my mouth, so I didn't. I wouldn't be heard saying that. But my suspicion was, I think it was confirmed. Maybe it wasn't um, that he he directed um, the um, primarily he directed the Yoda Insidious fight. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, that's or or was at least conceptually all the ideas of like doing it in that place. 
hurling the things at each right. other, and all the, all the sort of like what makes that cool came out of. But a lot of his little head. bits here feel like feel more like Spielberg than Lucas. Like yeah. maybe like George the, Lucas watched a movie or two. Yeah, probably because because well, he didn't watch a Star Wars movie, I think sometimes. But um, like th- there was just a little bit earlier where like the the. Uh, the wing of, of there is uh, no wind resistance in space. Yeah, that would not. They, they attempt to explain that by saying they're in the upper atmosphere, which is right. why there's like smoke and fire and sound and drag. But, and, well, no, no, sorry, sound, sound has always, always been in Star Wars. Sorry, that was Serenity. That was my. They mistake. do look like they're way too high for any of that to be true. Yeah, but, yeah, but um, whatever. Uh, what was it? Fuck, I don't remember. Spielberg. What I was say. Spielberg. Once again, right. with the Star uh, Wars shield generators can be sh- just be shot at thing. Sure. Which is they can't shield themselves apparently. Yeah, shield generators are great rule. except for when they need to be shielded. Yeah, yeah. Spielberg, you need a shield generator for. I, your I was just generator. saying there was there was just a the little shot where like the wing crushes the the little droid whatever yeah, kind of scrapes it off. It, well, it it hits them, but one of them dodges and then climbs and the up on the wing. Onto it, yeah. And the and the camera kind of follows the the whole action. And I'm like, George Lucas would never do that. That's a Spielberg shot. Like George Lucas or wouldn't think of that. Some or a previous guy. guy. Some yeah. a previous guy. guy. Yeah. I really it's, do it's, think that's it, what it, it is. It really is bizarre how many guys from Third third Floor and Halon and those previous companies get a hand on a shot. And listen, and that's good. Sticks. And that's great. That's how Pixar does it. It's it's a collaborative... Right. It's yes. not about it filmmaking really is, as a it's collaborative funny. art. It's the opposite yeah. of the George Lucas filmmaking method. Right. Which the, is, right. the director isn't the one who has to have the idea. It's he's, funny. That, he's the one who has to recognize the The idea. extension of the analogy we just created where there are guys... There's, there's filmmaking by committee where the filmmakers all... <laughs> like They basically suck from different ideas and the Halon guys come up with something and all, you know... Hmm. Or, George Lucas or, just sucks from one idea. No, no. Or you have George Lucas, and it's funny. The extension of uh-huh. that analogy is that George Lucas is Hitler. Here we have a well, General Grievous. George Lucas oh, is the film dictator. The uh, the executive producer wow. at the last production company we that just I godwinned at. ourselves. <laughs> Go ahead. The uh, the executive producer at the last production company I worked at actually said something pretty interesting to me once that has kind of stuck in my head. And the more I think about it, the more I'm like, wow, that's that's interesting. And what she said was that a director's job is to choose. Right. That's all yes. the director has. Right. Everybody. The mm-hmm. art department, the DP, everybody just brings choices to the director, and he creative choices, absolutely creative choices. Yes, yes. And so you know what I like about this this moment right here is that it kind of echoes at the beginning him. of yeah, Phantom Menace, but sort of does it better and with a little more humor. Except I hate the droids. But by the way, but doesn't dwell on it. The too droids. Long. Yeah, I hate the droids' voices. But they get higher every episode. Did you notice that? And now they just sound like baby ducks. But even talking even to each that other. little moment right there, as they go after uh, the baby droids, ducks don't talk. As well, they, you know what. As they went after the droids, like they turn around and start hacking at them, it's a, like a half a second, but the camera starts to dolly in after them as they move. And I'm like, it's who directed cool. it's this movie? Cool, yeah. <laughs> yeah, the camera is moving. Yeah. Who decided that? <laughs> right. It's also kind of funny. We were talking about this before the show, and we're gonna. I'm sure there'll be repeated examples, but this is our first example. Just then when he was turning and talking to the comlink, Obi-Wan, as in the character Obi-Wan, yeah. not the actor Ewan McGregor. Transitioning to the Alec McGinnis character, right. Obi Wan finally feels. What did I say? Guinness. You Guinness. said McGinnis. Guinness. <laughs> he was Irish enough. What do you want from me? And at McDonald's. Uh, <laughs> go ahead. Obi Wan for the first time feels really consistent. Like for some reason, Ewan McGregor seems to be really talented and great at this. Mm-hmm. Like he basically linked this shitty ass Ewan McGregor from the prequels, doing the best he could, but in the terms of the movie, it wasn't that great. Into oh. fucking Alec Guinness, where it's know. like, yeah. Jesus Christ, you and McGregor completely nailed the transition. And that moment right there completely felt like, to me, Alec Guinness doing that, do, doing the, I'm, I'm freaked out and I'm panicking, oh. but I'm trying to keep it together and calm link talk thing. It just, for some reason, sure. and throughout this movie, we'll see multiple examples of it, where it feels like you and McGregor is 
Alec Guinness. Well, I think like, he's a good shit. actor. Is is the he's, thing? Yeah, I like, think he's been consistently like the best in the prequels. Wonder, well, he gets, I, maybe gets Trump. But by I wonder Liam if it's because clearly it's all the same director, or at least you know. Lucas and Spielberg, but it's always the same director. So Those it seems like it comes across in a vacuum. Like if the director sucks, then all the actors are on the same playing field, and you, McGregor, knocks it out of the park. Right. I mean, those moments with Obi Wan in the elevator are genuinely funny. Like they're they're a bit slapstick because he yeah, falls down like four times, yeah. but yeah. but it's actually funny. Um, all of the stuff he's doing is funny. all this R two shit is just ridiculous. Yeah, it's like yeah. since when can R two goddamn do that? He should have. Done uh, that's yeah. That's every episode. How? Why the fuck can R two do that? Yeah, exactly. Basically. R2 is oh the Deus Ex Machina. At least they brought those back. But that was a weird shot, too. It's like, wow, <laughs> well, that was a pretty wide angle. Oh, God bless them for using a plate. Yeah. A plate? Except for this shot. That's kind of weird looking. No. That was, no, that was, just, it was real fire. That was pretty cool, though. They, no, they, it wasn't. They had a nice it wide angle really? look. And, it looks and, all uh, fluidy and weird. In the last shot, yeah, yeah. but not in the, when it was lighting. Oh, before? Oh, yeah. maybe. Okay. You guys are nerds. <laughs> well, you know. You should hear us watch Fringe, dude. <laughs> windshield. Yeah, windshield. Birds. Oh, yeah. Oh. Apparently, this uh, oh. the uh, everything that's happening outside the windows is very, very carefully choreographed. Like that's a real battle. If they mm-hmm. weren't cutting around, sure. you could follow it. Um, that's that's basically the battle of y- that. There's your climactic battle happening right. in the background. Yeah. This, this is what it would have looked like in Return of the Jedi <laughs> if they had the means yeah. to, to yeah. do it, you know, tech wise. So this this being their biggest set that they built, it's actually kind of nice. You're like, hey, look, they actually like are in a real place. Yes, yeah. you know, they're dolling around occasionally. Oh, that shot, that worked. Oh boy, CG. <laughs> really? But no, no, I was sarcastic. Okay. All right. Sorry, good, good, good. <laughs> I need to be more clear about it. They need to have a little. I need to have a little bell I can ring, so you can tell. All right, so how about a lightsaber fight, guys? Want a lightsaber fight? Ooh, sure, yeah, bring yes. it. Yeah. But now, holy Go shit, well, we've got Ryan and battle? Darkman here. We've got Ryan and Darkman here. Let's not fuck the Starfighter battle. Oh. <laughs> this ahead. is one of the sequences that I did get to see a number of times sort of in progress. So I got to see an early stage, then a later, then later getting closer to final. And it's kind of – it's goofy with the small things that kind of come and go and the dialogue here and there and the shots get noodled a bit. But it, overwhelmingly, it's, it's, it's pretty similar. But the most, the most interesting thing is um, – oh, and this gets into a longer story that I'll share later when we're bored. But um, <laughs> uh, oh, shadow for the lightsaber there, by the way. Um, it's ground. canon, bastards. It's canon now, so now it's, it's cool if you do it. <laughs> what was um, Jedi? Uh, anyway, what I was trying to get to is um, we actually had Hayden Christensen and Nick Gillard, the stunt coordinator and sword you know, choreographer, um, out for a week to an ILM stage where we basically just sort of hung out with them and swung sabers and videotaped it and got a bunch of reference for animation for the game. You know, how would they fight in the moves and what are their signature, things like that. And so he also brought on his laptop all this raw footage of um, basically just raw choreography between all these characters just to sort of work out what they might be like and see what George responds to. And then if he, if he likes it, to use that for the actual movie, which they didn't really. The actual choreography for this fight between the two of them is actually quite sophisticated and very well balanced. It's one of the best sort of like two versus one. There's not someone waiting. It's actually more like they're both trying to like keep up with attacking him at the same time. And it's like, you know, Anakin's jumping and flipping over Obi-Wan just to get on the other side of him to like, I can't get him so well from here. Ah, fuck you. And then they're getting over here. And it was very, very intense and very cool. And it's a total bummer that for through whatever, however, it, whatever happened between then and when they shot, it just got boiled down to this really kind of a lame fight here. George is like, I can't shoot that. Go away. Interesting. Um, yeah, that's but, cool. Um, like, here's, here's another thing. They killed Darth Maul in number one, and they're like, oh, fuck. So, so they bring, they they bring thinking, in, oh, shit, they bring in Dooku, that. and then he's like, okay, well, we got Dooku. And then this one, he's like, oh, Grievous. Oh, right, but Dooku. I guess, we I guess, we, Dooku. I guess we'll just kill oh, Dooku. Oh, that'll make him evil if he does yeah, that. Yeah, that's just meh. But um, 
Oh, the fin- man. Yeah. The finality of killing someone oh. with a lightsaber is really intense. Yeah. I I, I, also, I... I th- I always thought it was interesting that Palpatine is sitting there, and everyone's busy. No one's watching him except maybe the droids, and he's sitting. He's still pretending that he's rooting for the oh, Jedi. Sure. You know, oh, yeah. I think I, I I don't know what to make of that, Michael, but it makes him an interesting character. And people are merely players. What do you want? You know what? He also we we, we could give uh, George the lack of credit in thinking that maybe he's still tricking people who are watching yeah. this, <laughs> and oh. that he's actually a good guy. Oh, oh. shut up, <laughs> Ryan! Leave all your interesting stories are no good here. I'm Fuck cutting you. your mic. I'm. <laughs> oh, oh, this shot. See, he cut his mic for as, me. As as a really goofy example of George being nutty, that's actually two plates of Ian McDermott that he morphs to make a new plate. Apparently, him walking and him turning and looking, neither of those were good enough, but. We'll take this shot and this shot and morph them together. He actually does that a number of times in this. He morphs different takes. It's not just splitting yeah. people out like in the last ones. Now he's actually trying to morph different ones together. Yeah, it's oh, weird. Yeah. There's a really actually very noticeable he's like, one well, of Anakin. I, I should have said something at the time, but man. Yeah, there's a very no- noticeable one of Anakin when they're having the dialogue yeah. about um, the, later. I th- you, you know what I'm talking yeah, about? The, I'll um, see if I can spot it before it happens and then, and when, then point When is it, it out. though? It's when they're having their dialogue at the opera, when the yeah. Squid Lake is going on in front of them, and there's there's a very long sustained shot Squid of Anakin, Lake. Squid Lake, yeah, <laughs> and uh, and and Anakin turns and looks, and then there's just a very obvious sort of like A to B morph of him. He just goes, his head just goes, and yeah, it's mostly it's like he sits up really weird, yeah, huh. Well, that would seem like a normal acting choice for Hayden Christensen, though. I guess we should get into that. How do you guys feel about Hayden in this movie? Uh meh. Yeah. I mean, okay, the, oh, that's sad. That's three mez. I mean, the problem is Jesus. the problem is that he's not. I mean, number one, he's not a well-written character, and well, I, right. I suppose we can. What get does into he have that. to work with? I right, mean, that's number one. Um, number two, I, I, uh, pretty as the guy is, I don't think he's a very good actor. Honestly, I, I, I have yet to see anything that I was impressed. At. I, I know people are like, oh, Shattered Glass, and but he was. The exact same character in Shattered Glass, just a I little agree. more uh, uh, introverted, mm. and it's like. <sighs> He he! I haven't seen, I haven't seen anything that makes me think he, you know, he's always oh, got something there. And um, um, yeah, I saw Awake as well, and he was the same character. And um, I don't know, I I don't know if he needs a good director and just hasn't gotten one yet. But uh, uh, yeah, he's he's got a few strikes against. Did him you see him in the Bob Dylan movie? Or it was Factory Girl. He played Bob Dylan in the Factory Girl. No, I didn't. It was actually really cool. Oh, I, I do like Obi Wan waking up and yeah. being like, "Oh shit, what the yeah. hell?" Yeah. <laughs> I do. He hate... buys it. Everything he's doing. Is, but okay, I, well... I hate how they they shit all over Obi Wan in this. It, uh-huh. In that fight, and then in, in the fight at the um, oh yeah definitely. at the end of Attack yeah. of the Clones, he's like, "Oh, you nicked me a little bit. I'm going to be unconscious for ten minutes." Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, I guess we should mention. How do you feel about Obi Wan? I mean, I guess Ewan is you. You like everyone agrees that Ewan is fucking rad. By far and away, does the best job. Yeah. Of He's Ewan and um, Ian McDermott. Yeah. They're yeah. the they're the two who are like. I guess you're not going to direct me. Well, I guess that's All it's right, up then. to me then. Yeah. Let's right. do this. And uh, I mean, McDermott has has the um, the advantage of having originated. Well, sort of. I mean, he didn't play him in Empire originally, but essentially having originated the character. He does now. Yeah. Exactly. And uh, but but you know, Ewan is just like well. 
well, all right then. You know, <laughs> I'm going to go for it. I'll do what I got to do. Because uh, you may not care, but I do. <laughs> so let's It's a do weird this. thing to say. I, I'm not sure I like everything that Obi-Wan does, but I do like his character. I like his attitude toward yeah. everything and just how he's kind of nonchalant and, and just he's been around a while and he knows his fucking shit. He's the yeah, only he's human good. being in this entire thing. Yeah, I, I like is, just sort absolutely. of like the way he relishes in fighting Grievous later. He's like, yeah, fucking this should be fun. Yeah. We, yeah, talk, we talked like about this in The Phantom Menace. And my theory, the, I'm, I'm linking this to my theory about Jabba the Hutt and why he doesn't work in any CG fashion is that they animate his arms and in Return of the Jedi uh, they animate his him. arms doesn't move yeah. right exactly. in Return of the Jedi Jabba he doesn't, doesn't move. move Jabba doesn't move period and then we see him in the prequels and the special editions and he's like fucking dancing and doing like a chorus line same thing with R2-D2 how do you guys feel about CG and I guess fucking CG ridiculous. Yoda too D- does he ever does, does CG Yoda or CG R2 ever work for you you know when they work is when they're doing exactly the same thing that yes. a puppet or, or a That's right. robot could do yeah. and I will expand that idea to the idea that Yoda should never have a lightsaber because he yeah. doesn't need it yeah. uh, he should never have to use it oh, yeah. and he should never have to jump and flip around like a circus act. like an asshole Yeah, like a fucking asshole oh now we should so- <laughs> go ahead we should talk no. about in the theater the that caused right a laugh though that was oh, funny boy. in the theater where you're shorter than I expected and we all laughed alright let's do that real quick because we gotta okay. there's, there's a fight scene here that's kind of cool right right there's a thing called Backstroke of the West which is basically a just google it, Backstroke it's of an, the West it's an episode 3 dub from you know um, it was dubbed China, out of English to I think Chinese and then dubbed subtitled oh back God. into English by the way I did R2 laugh going at that bit I love insane. when R2 just loses his mind there for a second they're like R2 and he's like clearly they want me to do something so he just kind of does wow! everything yeah and uh, that was my R2 impression that was that was pretty good that's Thank better you. than I can do backstroke yeah, Backstroke of the West. So so they dubbed it out of English into something else and back into English. It's the most it's, absurd. It's awful. And you just read the subtitles and uh, <laughs> It has brought amazing. me so much joy example, in my life. For example, right there when they uh, when they meet Gravis, I can't remember what Anakin says to Grievous, but in this um, in this version, <laughs> Grievous' response is Jedi scum. In Backstroke of the West, it's smelly, smelly boy. boy. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, and later the um, How do you guys feel about the uh, the uh, electro staffs? I think it's a dumb I think idea. Kind of cool, to be honest. I don't like the idea of sabers not being able to cut something. Yeah. To be honest with you, they're quotosis. I really like these robot guys. They're really cool. I like that and their jumping cloth swing. sims are fantastic. Oh, they make All such a big difference on Grievous and these robots. All it's of that a really was great. Great choice to make on these guys. It really makes them like not just oh we're looking at CG fucking robot guys running around like the cloth really sets them into the world i think and and uh, i think that's that was really great... cool what grievous just did by the way yeah i was like a good yeah i don't need to breathe fuck you yeah <laughs> smash the window yeah that's totally the kind of thing where you're like holy shit that just happened <laughs> you know that that's the kind of thing we should have been seeing three movies ago <laughs> fucking a yeah well that's a kind of a sci-fi idea like that's something you wouldn't see in the original star wars trilogy the whole idea of you meant the prequels didn't you well, I, yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Grievous breathing, breathe, Grievous can breathe in space because he doesn't breathe. He's got an oxygen tank. He's good. That's not something Although you see in the Star Wars because he's coughing, so he clearly has something. Oh, going wow, on you're right. Yeah, some yeah. issues. That's sort of bizarre. But I, um, I forgot about that. So even when they have a cool idea, they managed to. Yeah, they do. <laughs> Brian, shut up. This is the last hope. I didn't like it at first. I found it annoying his coughing, but now I kind of dig it because it's just it's just something you wouldn't expect for a robot. Character. I think Grievous in it's general an interesting is idea. kind of. It's Dumb, not paid though. off very well, but it's an interesting idea. Grievous, yeah. like like Dooku, is just like, sure. shit, I shouldn't have killed Darth Maul. You know, that's basically what that is. And it's like, he's got no point. In fact, in fact, they they completely, Obi-Wan destroys him, r- rather without fanfare, about mm-hmm. halfway through the movie. It's like, yep. what was he even there for? He no, no, you can totally excise Obi-Wan's whole plot 
yeah. out of it. The only thing the only thing Obi Wan is doing in those plots is not being around Anakin to stop him from being an idiot. Right. Right. So <laughs> basically, Obi Wan is a bad father by design. Yeah. Sort that's, of. That's terrible. Because they're because they make up reasons well, you know. for him to leave. Yeah. You know. It's a bike. It's a painting of a bike. Go. I got a drink. He. Yeah. He was just going out for cigarettes, and he wound up fucking chasing a bounty hunter halfway across the galaxy. I oh, always oh. love in movies. There's always the sequence where the ship is coming into atmosphere and it's catching fire, yeah. and there's never a terminating point. There's never, and now the ship is fucking gone. Right. It's always no. You're just it always survive for a while. You, know. you guys start sweating. The panels start dripping. Don't touch the hole when you get out. Well, yeah. that's what I mean. That's how we get back from space. This was a really cool that trailer really shot, though. Remember the trailer shot where you see the, the firefighter ship coming up next to it? Right, and going, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, What the hell's going on here? Yeah. Spraying it down. Come there we go. This here we go. This next shot right here. Okay, I have two important things to say. Number one, the music in this um, angers me because this is the third time that a cue written for episode one has been used in the movies. Yeah. This is the same exact music that they used in one of the battles at the end of Attack of the Clones, and also, I believe, when did they use it in Phantom Menace? I don't remember exactly when. I think it was uh, with the droid battles. With yeah, the droid battle. But it's like, it's like, I was in the theater just like, what? God yeah. damn it! Why are you just and then later, recycling music? Having, this isn't a fan film! Having That's- set the recycling music precedent they didn't use duel of the fates not at Al- the right time al- almost yeah. at all in the last sequence they use it for yoda and like Sidious. see that shot sure. right there i'm i have no proof but i'm pretty sure that was a spielberg shot uh, michael yeah, it, michael it, they came in too hot no no it's actually on the commentary george says that's an i'm holding up my fingers for you listening an homage to a spielberg shot ah uh, there you go huh. admitted by george so you well, can take that, that to mean that i think that's I, that's yeah, that's your that thing right about there, right? him saying that it, it was oh it was my idea yeah, yeah it was an homage there's the falcon there's oh, the falcon. Yep, there it is yeah also in the original oh, oh, oh there's some cg shit in, in original versions animatics that i saw of that of that sequence um they didn't actually land on a a landing pad. They didn't find their way to a runway. They just sort of crashed through buildings, presumably uh, killing millions of people. Yeah. And someone decided, you know, maybe they should not, you know, kill everyone. You know, we did just have that whole November, uh, September 11th thing. November. What is Ooh. my problem? <laughs> You're a terrorist. <laughs> Take another shot. You yeah, hate America. There it is. Ooh. Exactly. I'm, I'm full right, of. Crack I'm full open. of Mexican. Is what, I, is what my problem is. I forgot how to be American. I've been wow. there, and my I God, know. I feel for you. Oh. Oh, he's pulling another shot. For I am real. pulling another shot. Yes. All right, next time. Wait, wait, wait. The... Don't take a shot. I like. I like to take it yet. Michael, next, so next time Anakin says something stupid, take a shot. Oh, oh that won't be long. Yeah. Oh. No, no. Actually, I, I really kind of like. This is one this of the few scenes where I like their dynamic. Yeah. yeah. It's yeah. fun that they're talking about. You know, kind of like. Oh, no, no. That ninth. You know. I mean, it's it's fun Jedi shit. You know. We're waiting for Anakin to say something stupid yeah. so Mike can take a drink. Don't worry. It's okay. Well, it'll it'll he's about to walk over the scene, so he won't wait long. Oh dear! Here's How Mace Windu. Feel- and Mace Windu, Mace Windu feel it looks. Sam Jackson looks like he's angry to be here. Wait, Brian, <laughs> by wait, this you movie. weren't here for the first two prequels. How do you feel about Mace Windu and and Sam Jackson in general in this movie? Um, bit of a waste, I guess. Using him wrong? Well, it could have been anyone. It could. It, it's not really like it doesn't matter that it was Sam Jackson. It's just he's just a Jedi character who's supposed to be good. And goes and fights Sidious later, and like he's supposed to be a badass, but we never really, we never make the connection between Sam Jackson, who is a badass, and the character being a badass. badass. Like, yeah, it never quite happens, and so uh, it's kind of a bummer. I mean, it's like it could, it could have been anyone, really. So, but um, what the hell, Mike? Hasn't Anakin said something stupid by now? What? No, he's not actually talking. He hasn't been talking at him. That's the only way that (laughs) he's not taking a shot yet. Brian, do you ever see Organa and not think Jimmy Smiths? No, or, or better yet, or, or better yet, Matt Santos. 
<laughs> yeah, you can't. You can't separate the two now. And now I see him, thanks to season three of Dexter, I see him as, you know, crazy district attorney, uh, oh, whatever his name is. Oh, comma, Anakin. Oh, my. Fortunately, we for- generally avoid the... Uh, <laughs> The lo- I'm not sure I'm going to get to do it in this scene, but but when we get to the scene where she's brushing her fucking hair... Oh. It feels like we've been apart that for a lifetime. That, for me, that's uh. the low point of the movie. Yeah, really that's the is. moment where it's like, oh man, you had to do... It's like it's like George is making fun of us at this point. <laughs> really. <laughs> He's like, oh, you didn't like that, did you? Here you go. Yeah. Look, they love each other awfully. You know, it's like, jeez. The only thing Anakin doesn't do is beat her. That's it. And then later he chokes. He should have a wife beat yeah. on a lot of the time, yeah. And then he does. Yeah. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> exactly. Oh, boy. this got a lot of laughs in the theater when he was like, "That's yeah. wonderful." Yeah. Every the funny someone explained. It I'm going to gonna me. punch you someone, in the stomach. Okay. It's funny. <laughs> you guys might appreciate this. Someone explained it to me in a way that maybe I finally will understand. Choke your uterus. <laughs> Every line, I, I think Hayden Christensen's direction, some like fourth AD said, just deliver every line like you're ejaculating. <laughs> think about that. Okay. Every line, and it'll well, work. Well, we can't hear it here, but I will think about that when I watch it next This time. is a happy moment. <laughs> like every single line, if you finish it like the fortune cookie trick, or if you finish every line, See, Anakin says with a. <laughs> See, fine. It's, it's it's kind of a it's kind of the thing where it's like okay, they're setting up that this is all very important to him, but then they don't set up. Oh, by the way, someone got new Abbott. Oh magic God, movie, yeah. yeah, they got completely nutty with their um, transitions. But um, oh, look at that shit. You know, he's the, oh the happiest moment of my life. It's like well, what? It's why does he suddenly abandon that? It was green though. Shut up. All right. Did they? Oh, th- this was all. This Uda was a pow. lot of model stuff. Yeah, this, a lot of this was Uda miniature. Pow. These, uh, these because the the buildings. ship feels like it's. It feels like they composited old school. They're like, we're gonna put a slight black matte line around it just to do a callback. There, it's like, okay, I, it just it just felt that way. Maybe it's just the TV that we're watching it on right now. Ryan, how do you feel about the use of CG ships versus original ships? Do you have any particular thoughts on the matter of? Now we're going to do it entirely CG, and it will feel differently to you? I don't have an opinion specifically on the means that they use to get there. It's just whether they get there. I mean, you can do it with CG, and it's great, and you have a lot of freedom, and in some ways I'm sure it's a lot faster, easier, cheaper for them. But they, like all CG, you have to put in the work to get it to look real, which you get kind of automatically when you do a lot of miniature stuff. Um, and uh, I, I mean, I don't know. I mean, it's, kind of, it, it's, it's more about how successful they are than how they specifically did it. I like the lighting on Grievous. By the way, yeah, yeah exactly nice. what you just said. Yeah. This is the first time watching it in the theater that I felt, oh my god, Grievous really works. Something about the blue light shining straight onto his face really sells it. It's a nice, just sort of diffused, and there's actual shadows, and it's kind of, you know... He feels like he he's looks, interacting he like he's with the thing, yeah. yeah. I like the shot before, too, where he like walks off the ramp before it's fully, you know, the ramp has like come down, and I think that one looks good. I mean, I like a lot of the Utapau stuff for some reason, just sort Whoa. of artistically. We, had a, four, we had a foregun tra- transition yep, yep. just then. That was a building, yep. Have we ever had Uh-oh. one of those before? They're pretty Shots crazy. Shots at the ready there, Michael. Oh, dear. Here it comes. All right. Michael Dorkman Scott, go. All right. No, no. I'm just going to wait until whatever he says. I think he says, like, you're so beautiful or something. It's just because you're, you're so in love with it. In, but, in, case, oh, in case anyone's forgotten, he's got a shot glass full of tequila in front of him. Oh, God. See, it's all right. I was just like, don't when, say anything. By the way, don't he, say anything and you'll be fine in this shot. I was just like, don't say anything. Just give her that look. That look was fine. Great. And it now is, she's it is exactly about- the ejaculating thing you were saying, Duke. Because halfway through that line, he says, you are so... 
I, it's beautiful. Com- I wouldn't pro- I wouldn't propagate that theory if it wasn't completely accurate. <laughs> All right, okay. I'll, I'll stop this mentioning it. This is great it. too. She's, she's talking about what they're going to do with the baby's room and stuff like this, that. This scene was and a pickup, by the way. You were so just realized he, they weren't beautiful. actually talking. They had about no time together. Yeah, they're like, I'm pregnant. It's oh, only because sucks. I'm so in love. Here it comes. No, here you because go. Because I'm so in love. Oh, that, and drink, drink, drink. That is worth two shots. That yeah, I feel the, like the it. horridness of that line. So well, love has blinded you. I love. I, I do love that bit there. So love has blinded you, and he's like, uh, "I like that she's kind of busted. Uh, you're you're smarter than me. I can't keep up." Brian, yeah. Oh, yeah, Brian, I'll have to choke you later. Brian, how do you oh, feel about Natalie transitions? Jesus, checkerboard transitions. I like her a lot. She doesn't do a good job in these. This is not. Yeah, I, I, she's she comes off much better. She's in other trying. Movies. Yeah, yeah. It, she she strikes me as you know if you have the right director, she can work. Then she can she can do it right. But George yeah. ain't that director. George yeah. definitely ain't that director. This is a nice scene for his robot hand. I think his robot. Oh yeah, hand. and his yeah, robot yeah, yeah. pecs. Yeah, exactly. Yes. <laughs> we call them robo pecs. <laughs> but that's pretty serious business. I mean, it's just got a blue hand on, and it's pretty heavily, you know, shadowed and stuff. Well, and his TV's contrast is way too high. But no, oh, fair enough. Yeah. So. Shut up. Uh, so anyway, I'm pretty sure that's no, makeup good, right there. <laughs> what? The, like his his torso. That's either makeup oh. or it may very well. be You know, CG people always us. complain about. He, you how know, he did really work out a lot. Not yeah, a yeah, lot. Yeah. No, he really didn't. I I heard about put that. On He's like. Pounds and- mm. People always complain about how. Look, the guy for Twilight put on forty pounds for the okay, new movie. Well, all right, so, the prequels came right. so late that, that George could <laughs> exactly. do pretty much anything he wanted. And while I understand the point they're trying to make, that's not true. We lucked out by getting the prequels at ninety nine to two thousand and five. Had we gotten them at 2015 oh, to 2021? No, oh, boy. They'd be animated. Oh, Jesus. It would have been, yeah, it would have been Clone Wars. Yeah. That's true. We, we that's really exactly fucking what I was about out. to say. It would be Clone Wars. Oh, wow. They brought that thing back. They were like, oh, yeah, I remember when I gave this to you and then turned to the audience. Do you? Because <laughs> this is important. <laughs> we're having a moment here. Except not. I actually like that they didn't make a, like, a scene out of it. He's just trying to change the subject, essentially. Right. He's right. just trying to be like, um... Oh, and they're bringing back his mother. Stop it. Um, I have your necklace. Yeah. Yeah. Well, he's sweaty, Anakin. Yeah. Well, he was having a nightmare. You know, you get real sweaty during those nightmares. Yeah. In movies. And you always sit up into the camera and shout. I always do that when I wake up from a nightmare. <laughs> yeah. In movies. I really don't remember the last time I've woken up like that. I mean, I know I have a couple of times in my life. No, no. You spring week, up awake week. with your eyes open and everything. Whoa! Yeah, and then you, tur- you kind of cheat yourself towards the camera a little yeah. bit. <laughs> yeah. Last week when I came into your room. Oh dear! I don't remember that. I don't think this is. Well, the time you cheated the towards my camera. I'll oh. tell you. <laughs> Hello. Um, That's the yeah. money shot, Brian. You uh, quote mugged for the quote camera. Do you mean the camera was your penis? Let's move on. Anyway, so Star Wars. <clears throat> I like Natalie. I do. No, she's good. She loves nerds. I love. I love. I love beautiful girls in Leon and Garden State, even, and yet. Mm-hmm. So, I don't know if it's George or if it's blue screens, well, it's, but something's not working. There's a, it's what did you see My with. Blueberry Nights? Uh-uh. So it's a um, one car Y movie. Um, it's, oh yeah, yeah, I follow stuff. Yeah, <laughs> it's um, <laughs> it's an interesting movie. She plays she plays like a there. It's kind of uh, episodic, and she's in one of the episodes. She's really good in that. She plays. I like think a Natalie's a good gambler. actress. And she's I, great. And let's get back to that. Do you think it's George or the blue screens? Um, I certain. Okay, George is certainly not helping the blue screens. I think that's the problem. I think they're like, George, what's back there? He's like, huh? I don't know. We're we're going to decide yet. Yeah, Yeah. exactly. I want to take this moment to uh, point out that one of the things By the way, the shadows on his face are a different shape and scale than the actual blinds. I think they might have been added in post. 
The shadows? Yeah. Wow, that's they always, they look that way. I don't know. I'm that's just, actually kind of impressive, way. though. That, that, well, I, I'm, not, I'm not saying I know that to be true. I'm just saying they, they feel like they are sometimes. Like, they feel yeah. kind of displacement, like, yeah. sort of. And they right. feel like the wrong kind of dark. They're like, just dial this down, sure, as opposed sure. to. But I do want to say that, like, as a choice, it's very cool and moody and dark, and this movie does that a lot, where there are a lot of dark scenes, and there's a lot of cloudy skies, and it's like, you know, the coming storm and all that stuff. Well, the, I like the, the mood of this movie a lot more than the other ones. This scene is a straight yeah. rip from uh, one of the Kurosawa films. I'm sure it is. It, like, it's, I'm sure. The well, whole so setup, well, the shots, the everything is... I mean, to be fair, so was the whole first movie. So, oh. not, not even Phantom, I'm talking the first movie, so... But, I mean, this scene is, like, shot for shot, a right. scene from a Kurosawa f- uh, film. But, I mean, I'm just... Uh, in a lot of situations, I mean, we can point them out every time they come up if, if this we feel is, like By it, the way, Yoda, Yoda is completely useless there. He's, like... <laughs> he's Like, like I, it makes me so angry with these kinds of characters because he is so useless. Anakin's like, I'm really concerned about my dreams and blah, 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 blah. And Yoda's like, Fear! That, that ain't sucks. right. Don't do that. There must be something wrong with you. And it's like, Yoda, you're not advising him very well. You're kind of just being a dick. And and you're not like like I I remember reading an article or something where someone was like, This is basically the Jedi's fault. Like, yeah. like they should have sure, they had every opportunity. They to had turn every opportunity to jump in and help. And every time they were like it was it was totally like, you know, like, the wrong way to deal with a kid growing up. He's like, I have these strange feelings, and, uh, you know, they're here in strange places. Will you help me? Like, and they go, no. Yeah, no, that's bad. Stop doing that. And yes. that's it. They're just kind of like, we're not going to talk about this anymore. Jedi like, equal Catholic? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, well, you know, there's yeah. there's definitely an argument to be made there with their um, councils and blah, blah, blah. And their, their, and their dress their code. Councils. Dress code. And their, <laughs> dress code. Their, you know, they're the center of... of Certain oh god! Uh, I'm going to use this as an opportunity to point out something that I've noticed about all the way. Look at this. Now he's speaking. We spent s- about five, six seconds looking at them walking in a room. Right. Presumably, just they like to just walk around his right. room, right. And look at each other, and then he goes, "Oh, uh, by the way, I want you to be my representative on the Jedi Council." Yeah. Right. Oh, okay. You know, they just like to pace around his room, and the same thing happens later. There's a scene where they're on the balcony, and and it's 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 Anakin and Padme. And it's like, uh, and it's like, sometimes I feel like I don't know what's going on with the Republic anymore. And it's like, and they're, and it's, it's six seconds. Like we wipe, and we spend five seconds just looking at them, sitting, looking at each other. And right. It's like, I can, huh? I can, no, I under, I can understand that uh, to to an extent. It's kind of like, it's kind of like, well, you're, you know, you're coming into this world, and it's kind of, you it know, feels like you, terrible you, editing. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, you, there's, there's a difference between kind of settling into something and just being like. Can we can we get to the point already? You know? Yeah, I mean, so if I, mean movie, I, I definitely agree with you that it doesn't work here, but that kind of editing oh, can work. Look at this well, shot. That, look at this dollying in with yeah. moody skies and stuff. That's fucking cool. That's that, a good. That goes back to one That's of the nice. rules of of good storytelling and screenwriting is you should jump into the scene as late as you can and jump out as fast as you can. Right. Mm-hmm. But theoretically, the and scene the should way, be as short as as you possibly can make it. By the way, Jocasta knew the fucking librarian. She had her feature on... On the on, Attack of the Clones DVDs. On, uh, well, she had her feature on, on the Star Wars website as well. And some people were asking her, you know, you'd, you'd send in the question and she would answer it like in character or whatever. And they're like, so they refer to him as Master Kenobi. Is he ever a Jedi Master? It's like, no, he never achieves the, the rank of Master or sits on the Jedi Council. And it's like, fucking lying whore? Like, look at this. <laughs> and it's like... Uh, oh, that's, what, you think they actually had no, it no, figured that, out? That, well, that's my, 
point. It's like it's like they have this whole thing. It's like Astra Costa knew she knows everything, and then it's like mm, fuck it. She also whatever lies. She said. Yeah, whatever she she knows everything. She's just not going to tell you. And and it, but it's like it's like why even why even pretend that you care about the canon enough to like set up a Q and A site if you're literally just going to shit on the very questions that are asked of you. <laughs> mm-hmm. We haven't done any of the original trilogy, so I feel fair asking this. Brian, what's your favorite original trilogy movie? As a kid growing up, it was Jedi, and then as I got older, it turns into Empire. For the clerk's reason? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, basically. Dorkman? Um, I think it's it's a similar answer, but but more because like I like the ending. I think it's a solid ending. It's not... Maybe not the best ending that could be, but I think it's pretty good. Uh, you know, I, I see of Empire or Jedi. Jedi. Okay. I, I mean, I see people's objections to like the Ewoks and stuff, but overall, I'm like, this this is this is properly put together. You know, yeah, you yeah, maybe yeah. chose the wrong alien race to fight with, but but more or yeah. less, well, it was going to be Wookies. Yeah. Yeah. Well, no, well, yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. Ryan. Um. But uh, it's changed to Empire to an extent because I think Empire is the best made. It's, yeah. it's the best yeah, of yeah, yeah. the movie. That's yeah. Empire is my favorite, and that's kind of why. I mean, I just like everything that happens in it. It's dark and just big, bold shit happening, and it's cool. I don't know why I don't like Jedi that much. I really don't. It's. I mean, not like I don't like the movie. I mean, as if uh, if I'm ranking it, it doesn't putting make it my on top, the scale, right? You know? right? I think it would be my third because I think the, I like the original Star Wars more than I like Jedi. I would actually. probably put A New Hope or Empire in the top slot for myself. A New Hope I just love because it's fucking Star Wars underscore Star Wars times three mm-hmm. Star Wars. And then a new and Empire is Empire has Yoda, who is my favorite, even before I knew anyone else that liked Star Wars, who so wasn't like me and my friends all loved Yoda. It was just I loved Yoda for some reason. And it had Cloud City, which I thought was great. Mm-hmm. And and look, now now even uh, again, the Jedi is like we need you to spy on the Chancellor. And they're like, what? Like, yeah. you're doing it, everything. It's, it is really funny because I, I, you totally agree with what Anakin says at the end. It's like, uh, you're asking me to, like, spy on my friend and all this shit. That's what feels fucked up about right. this whole it's thing. Right. Like, Not what's... It's like, you know. it's totally the kind of thing where... And, and we, we talked about it before. It's like, George... God bless him. But he, he decided to introduce moral ambiguity. Right. And that's right. not the point. Right. And... I, uh, it's you know it's it's like okay that you know the Jedi are being kind of fucked up and and doing going about this the wrong way and you know it, it even has it later that the Emperor um, uh, Palpatine seems to be doing what he's doing genuinely for the right reasons he's doing the wrong thing but he's doing it for the yeah. right reasons he's it's the same thing that you see in um, in Hero. Uh, not heroes, but but the Jet Li movie, um, mm. which was based on something that really happened, which was um, China was great was, movie by the way. Yeah, absolutely, go see it. Um, you rent it or whatever. Yeah. But um, it, China was split into all these different kingdoms, and this this conqueror basically came in and just started conquering the fuck out of it, and kind of just killing indiscriminately and doing all this stuff. But it was like, it, I'm doing this because. I'm making us one nation, and when we're one nation, we'll stop fighting each other. Well, that's, and and that's what that's what Palpatine in his mind is doing. He's like, I am doing this to create peace. We're going to stop fighting each other because we're all going to be one thing. And it's like, okay, he did it the wrong way. He did the wrong thing, but he did it for the right reasons. And I'm like, I don't like that. He's, yeah, he's, it he's, bothers he's, me. He's yes. a fucking cackling bad guy. I want him to be the cackling bad right, guy, right. and I want to root against him. I feel very know? underwhelmed by the whole way that, like, if, if you thought about how the prequels were going to be before they made them, it wasn't this. It wasn't Anakin being tricked into right, being a right. bad guy. It was. It wasn't like sort of like oh they think they're doing the right things. 
from my point of view, the yeah. Jedi are evil. It wasn't, I don't want to hear about your goddamn point of view. <laughs> Anakin should have only a Sith deals in absolute. Anakin should have just, uh, anyway, we'll just get been that. the, an the guy yeah. with some bad tendencies in him, and he just said, "You know what? This seems more powerful. I'm going to fucking do that." Or even the kind of thing. I mean, I mean, we. Um, um, my my perspective is uh, something like uh, Akira or um, or Crouching Tiger, which is Anakin has these powers. And he wants to do the right thing with him, but he's literally at the point where no one can tell him what the right thing is. You know, it's like he's so powerful that no one can really control him, and he doesn't know what to do. Right? Where do you go from there? Uh, well, he no doesn't know what to do. He's scared. the pe- The people who he's supposed to be able to rely on are like, "Dude, I don't know. Like, we've never dealt with that before." And then Palpatine comes in, and he's like, "I can tell you what to do with this shit." <laughs> and you know, and that's no, the, that's Jedi. the way to do it. You know. Mm-hmm. Ryan, what is your if you're introducing someone that you think will like Star Wars to Star Wars ideal experience? Do you show them all the prequels and all the originals? Do you show them just Sith and the originals? What do you show them? Uh, if you're introducing s- someone to Star Wars, wait, how would we're you gonna do? have George Lucas's cameo. And this up. is an impressive shot. I like by the, the way. shot. Too. I was gonna all say that screen, yeah. absolutely. I, I think they use him when he's behind people as to like cut right, which is smart because it's cool. And here's George on the left. There in blue. he is. Talking to his daughter, I I'm believe. sure he wasn't in blue. He probably was like, oh, made him not, blue. Yeah, you're not putting makeup on me. Yeah. Just do it digitally. That's what I pay you people for. Right. To answer your question quickly, I show them the original trilogy and then let them decide if they want to continue watching the prequels. Michael? Um, Because I have same. done that. Pretty much the same. Brian? The same. Uh, original trilogy and then give give it, it an, it's up to you. Give it, an, give it enough time. <laughs> and then time. you're on your own. I, I'm not officially endorsing. Yeah. <laughs> give it enough time where it's like these are two separate entities because they completely and entirely are. I'd give them the original trilogy and then Sith and then say, by the way, in case you're interested in the ridiculous, <laughs> unnecessary background. <laughs> That's interesting. There are, for, there are the two movies that, before right. that. But if does, you, does, if does, you want to see what it is like when he was a little kid. It does work for me because that's how I think of it, which is that the prequels should have just been essentially what happens in episode three. Right, just stretch that out. The other two are prequels to the prequel and are not yeah. really – there's yeah. nothing that happens in those movies that we really need right, to see. Right, right, right. Those are the backstory to the backstory. Yeah. Uh, this scene I've heard and I'm not positive whether it's true or not, but I ghost believe written. it be- that it was ghostwritten by Tom Stoppard. Yep. And I believe it because it's the only well-written scene in the prequels. Bingo! Right? And uh, pretty well performed as well. Actually. Oh, it's yeah, great! Yeah. It's a great performance, and uh, by McDermott at least. Yeah, the only the only thing that uh, that mars it for me is he's like a little a little ways in. He's talking about Darth Plagueis, and he's like he can manipulate the midi chlorians to create life. I'm like, you had to bring up the fucking midi chlor. Like we were we were gone. We you could have easily just not happened. said midi chlorians. Yeah, just, he could by create the way, life. Yeah, Tom Stoppard, who wrote Rosencrantz and Guildenstern, are dead. Yeah, Tom Stoppard kind of fucking rules. Yeah. And he's he's Tom Stoppard uh, rocks. You know, but but the the implication, of course, is is now and and they never really get into this implication. It's a pretty serious fucking implication. Is that uh, he Sidious created Anakin? That's that's, that's the, the subtle that's the implication. implication here. Oh, I never put. I had put together the. Are you being sarcastic? No, I'm being oh, serious. I got that on the first try. The impli- Well, I I had put together the implication that well the whole he talks about Darth uh, Darth Plagueis and yeah. how. The apprentice killed Darth Plagueis. Yes. Him being the apprentice, yes. right? Yes. yes, that inference. You're meant though, to easily get that part, right? But, but I never gone that extra. In step In the background, before. yeah. His it's if you're putting together. Oh wait, he was conceived by midi chlorians. Midi chlorians create life, right? But huh? It was written that way first. It was written. Oh, that, hmm. Yeah. It was written to be explicit that way. Right. Wow. We, we've oh, still got. So he took. A, he actually. Had some subtlety. Yeah. Into it. Wow. That's exciting. He's like, I made you. Blah, blah, blah. It is kind but. of ridiculous that he would he would he would make he would make some little kid on Tatooine and just you know kind of 
Leave be like, alone. Oh, this will entirely forget about Tatooine. This will uh, work I, I think, uh, yeah, somehow he'll end up uh, coming to Nebu well, well, Prime. Well, I mean, the, the Apollo... And then, and, then, and then later, insert episode one, never thought to look on Tatooine. Sure. Well, the, the yeah. uh, I mean, the, the, the apologist <laughs> perspective would be, um, yeah. oh, that's, that's a great moment. And the Jedi don't. It's like, ne- that, see, you have that kind of performance mm-hmm. <laughs> and stuff. Um, and, you know, great, but... Uh, but, we talk about how yeah. good this scene is, but in the trailer, there was that moment where Sidious is talking about how Sidious line, and in the trailer, it seems so bizarre and out of place and so forced, and we were just like, we had just gotten over the fact that Attack of the Clones came out, and oh god! But just little little hints like that. There's such, uh, you know. He, it's referred to as the legend of Darth Plagueis the Wise. You know, it's like, of the course, wise. the Sith would look uh-huh. at it that way. You know, no yeah. one's going to come. Keep and an eye on Anakin in this shot, by the way. Go ahead. Is it this shot? I, it might be. Or it's one or of the coming the shot shots. The one of these Actually, angles. I think it's a closer one, but yeah. I don't know. Just keep an eye on him in the scene. Yeah, there he is talking about the midi chlorians. And I'm like, dude, just midi leave those man. out, please. Um, but there they were. And. Um, Good times. Oh yeah, also and now he's watching Anakin from dying. Sorry, no, it wasn't that shot. And now sorry. there's there's the there's also the obsession of stopping or preventing death in some way. Right. And I, I yeah. I'm not sure I get. I this. don't like that as his motivation. Yeah, I don't. For like I don't get evil. this. His and, motivation for evil being a good motivation. That was the uh, yeah. line. Some believe to be unnatural. Yeah, unnatural. Ejaculate. Yeah. <laughs> oh, actually, this is a shot. Hold on, I think. Hold on. We'll see it. Sorry. I don't mean just, to keep, just keep watch the us. fuck out of Anakin, people. <laughs> just, just keep your eyes. I know straight. it hurts, but oh, exactly. No, it's not hard on the eyes. If you had the the sound down like we do, it's it's not so bad. But there it is. Um, Beep. Oh, it's actually easier when the, people at home probably saw it, and we don't hear because your contrast is like blasting his hair. But his hair is mainly the giveaway on that one. Sorry. Continuing on. Sigh. Um. Yeah, best scene in the movie. Yeah, I McDermott think right is lovely. Oh, yeah. Actually, actually, there are two great scenes in the uh, three. Okay, so the the opening bit is really great. Yeah, and by the way, we we skipped over it, but but they say it's about twenty minutes from the beginning to when the ship crashed. But apparently, in the the first cut, that whole the that first like act there minutes. was like or an hour or something. I heard it was super ridiculously long. Um, and there's they, a lot of cut it it's down. on the DVD too. There's a lot of weird bullshit of them running around on the Federation ship, yeah. just doing. Stupid stuff. But that that scene is very good. Um, the scene we just saw is very good. And then finally, so that's what I'm saying. There are scenes that were like, look, that was a good scene. Yeah. That was really good. Well, there yeah. are parts. A well, lot of finally parts of this the that uh, the scene the scene with um with the destruction of the Jedi Council. Even though yeah. I think a lot of what's happening there is stupid. Yeah. I think I think the way it's presented is quite well done, and the the quiet montage and that sure. it's yes. like it's mm-hmm. like. Great. There's the tone poem thing you're always fucking talking about, George. You actually nailed it. Good work. Yeah. The, the scene I always heard about in reference to the Spielberg thing, which scene he did, like in The Phantom Menace, it was, which scene is digital? And right. in this one, it's, which scene did Spielberg do? And it's more like, which five? The one I always heard about Spielberg doing was, there's a shot coming up on Kashyyyk, where uh-huh. the robot's coming out of the water, and you're kind of like coming up next to him in the water, like you come right. out of the water with him. I always heard that that was the sequence that Spielberg did. I, I don't I've i never heard that specific one. Well, let's watch yeah, it and see if it feels... I heard it was the, the fight between Kenobi and um, Grievous, is what I've heard. They, I that, was, heard that. that was, um, you know, I don't know, I imagine that was very different. 
Well, we have what a lot a to shitty, say about that What a that shitty way to present your movie. One of my scenes was directed by Spielberg. Well, if one was, that means all the others weren't, yet people are going to be always arguing about three. Right. Where it's like two people think were directed by Spielberg, but were actually me. It's like you're stripping yourself of the credit. Right. So how old is Chewbacca if he is... Oh, he's supposed to be really old, actually. Is he? Yeah, no, this is shot right here. This sequence. Spielberg. How does it feel? I don't know. Maybe? That is a very yeah, Saving no. Private Ryan kind of feel. Again, type. I'm going to say it feels like some smart, cool right. animatic Right. Guy I would say that more. It. I would say that more. But, um, yeah, yeah. Uh, Chewbacca is supposed to be, like, well over 100 years old. Oh, is he? By the time of A New Hope. And that, huh. that was established pre-prequels. He was just supposed to be – he was old because Wookiees in, lived a long time. In EU or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It seems like every alien race lives really long. Yeah. They live much <laughs> longer than humans. Like – in Star Trek, the Vulcans live long. I always, I always like that shot, because he, he kind of blocks himself. He's like, like oh, here it comes, and just moves out of the way. Yeah. That's, that's a cute ah, little geez. moment for him. In He's Star like, Trek, damn it, I have Vulcan. to move. Ah, jeez. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> the Vulcans live long, and I can buy that. But the Klingons live really long, which doesn't make any sense to me. Because usually, the, the more conflict the race has... The faster they go, yeah. Sure. You know, right. I always, I, 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 really like this scene too. Yeah, and I had, I had the same reaction that Ewan just had as Obi Wan. He's, he, he's like, he yeah. takes this blink, like, what? Yeah. All right, then. Absolutely. You know, and that was my reaction. I'm like, what? Hey, I, an actual, you know, their, their hey, look, the relationship they're supposed to have. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, it's pretty, <laughs> it's, it's kind of solid in this movie compared to, um, compared to the last one. Definitely, it's oh, like, yeah. oh, here's where they what, fucking hate each other the yeah, whole time. Yeah, it's like. And they're supposed to be like the best of friends. Exactly. It's like, oh, I guess. Well, okay, he fixed it. Okay. All right. Now, Brian. Yes, sir. We've reached the end of the prequels. It's kind and of now they say goodbye. Romantic. What do you think the mistake is? The one problem was it that George decided to direct them? I think it goes back to what we were talking about before, where the director's job is to choose and to listen to all the good ideas and possibilities that people bring to him, and George just has this mega maniacal need to control I, and he Dork, doesn't leave himself open Dorkman? Uh, I, I think it was his choice to write them actually I think, for real? yeah I think if someone else had written them you know George George isn't He's a sure fan- George directed whatever yeah. the effects guys are going to do all the work exactly anyway. George isn't a fantastic director but you know he's a, he's a workman like director Which- he'd, he'd get the shots done and uh, you know and and you know the the performances might not be as great, but I mean you can look at some of the performances in the original and and They're cast versions on them too. So it's like if the story had been solid, if the story had been what the people wanted, you know, to an extent, and and what he had thirty years to to work on, if that story had been there, I think I, I think it would have sure. been fine. Sure. Yeah. Which let me let me clarify what I'm saying is I, I think. That process of you have to be open to all the possibilities that people can present to you has to start with the story and with the writing. You're talking about Star Wars. Any writer in the world. This bit here, his hand is digital. It morphed between. Well, it's actually yeah. They they cut it off and then rotated it. Yeah, because he looked like he was just staring intensely at his pad, and he's supposed to be staring off into space. Any writer, you any writer in the world would jump at the ability to write Star Wars. And as we saw, Tom Stoppard obviously wrote a scene. So if you're if you're George Lucas and you're producing fucking Star Wars, go find the best writer in the world and tell him get Andrew Kevin Walker to write your movie. Fuck, get Darabont and Tom Stoppard and every you know. That the top five writers in the world re- spend the money to reanimate Shakespeare and have him do it, you know? Because you're George Lucas, you got the <laughs> I would, money. I, I, 
but I, I will say, I think that would have been the best way to go. But I would also have liked, I would have liked to see him do what he did with Empire. Just, just have yeah. the, you know, have the humility to go. I'm gonna let. Right. Uh, here's my idea. Do it. Go with it. You know, and and you know, I would have loved to see what fucking Darren Aronofsky would have made of a Star Wars movie. You know, <laughs> yeah. shit, Larry Kasdan. Uh, yeah, mean, anyone. But um, but instead we got we got him being. Could you like, imagine hey, a Darabont Star Wars? Yes, <laughs> Ryan. Your one thing? Uh, it's everything we just said. I mean, it's not really one thing. I'm gonna to answer the question. I'm gonna broaden it to more like the right. All all have right and direct. I mean, he should have just been. I think more open to sort of letting other people close to his baby here and 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 pick it up. Yeah. You know? And and the thing I, is, it's it may be his baby, quote unquote, but he still doesn't really give a shit about right, it. Right. Exactly. He obviously. Doesn't. If it really was his baby. You know, okay, fine. There, but he doesn't uh, care. We'll no, address it later. There is, there is definitely a moment. There, there's a moment in this movie. I mean, we talked about clones. I think is the the really low point of this. But there yeah. is a moment in this movie where I was like, I give up. Obviously, you don't care, so I'm going to stop caring. And yeah. it's it's much later. But but I'll, it is I'll it is like now. you guys say in the other commentaries. It, it, th- these are these movies are experiments in digital filmmaking. Right. 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 This there's is, our there's our buddy Bruce whatever yeah the train man in, uh, yeah train man and the mouth of Sauron and fucking mm-hmm. every damn thing they shoot in Australia that needs a tall guy yeah um uh, this makeup by the way is pretty good I, li- um, I like he's the a cool character design characters. Yeah, yeah, yeah I just like the character he's design. a cool design I like a, he, you know he's got the ridges on his collar and then you get in close and it's like oh he's got ridges on his face too right um but uh, you know that makeup is good, but then Sidious is not. And and this movie was, um, I think we mentioned it. In yeah, this Phantom is Menace. the one that was nominated. This was nominated for <laughs> best be- for best makeup. It's the only thing it was nominated for for an Academy Award, and it was nominated for best makeup. There it is, the little yeah, ridges the on ridges. his face. Sidious looks terrible, but Sidious is awful. Yeah, he's this guy's great. This guy's great. But sure. um, if you have warriors, now is the time. That's a chilling little moment there. Yeah, if you have warriors. The time. Well, yeah, he he moves in. He's like, we don't know where Gener- I, General I Grievous is, and then he comes in. He's like, he's on the tenth floor, and we're so fucked, you guys. Yeah. And so they're like, All right, I was always then. curious how. Okay, he's here. He's telling R two, and he's just gonna assume the guards aren't watching him when he jumps out of the fighter and then runs into the shadows so that the fighter can take off and they think he left. Right. Well, I guess he saw them walk. Well, there they walk go. away. So he I must have been like, look, look. Okay, go. I just took a trip to get more alcohol, which is required. <laughs> And Lank is here, still from the Matrix Revolutions commentary, mm-hmm. and he mentioned that apparently Larry Kasdan was consulted on the Phantom Menace. Yeah, script, I heard that. Yeah, and he said it's awesome. And frankly, oh. I just fuck it up. No, no, no don't no. do that. No, no, no. What, no. What, yes, I heard that. I heard that. But but what I heard more, um, you know, he that's what he said to George, just to be politic. But it's like it's like no, he hated working with George on Empire, and he didn't want to have to deal with that shit. Larry so Kasdan just, from all the little like from the Empire of Dreams commentary and everything I've seen. Strikes me as a really reasonable screenwriter. Yeah. And I oh, can't imagine he, a reasonable person being able to suffice in a situation if, where George Lucas is consulting on yeah. his shit. If he, had, if he had written Phantom Menace and he had really had control of... If Lawrence yeah, well, Kasdan, the writer of Empire, had written Phantom Menace, mm-hmm. people, say, people say, there was no way it could have reached the expectations. I'm like, if you'd let Lawrence Kasdan write it and someone else possibly direct it... Maybe it would have. It would have fucking knocked it out of the park, you Maybe. guys. Maybe. Oh, man. How do you guys like uh, Obi-Wan riding the lizard there? The lizard doesn't bother me. In fact, I think it's really well animated, and I like the, I especially like the sound design. Yeah. 
There was yeah, a time. I like the sound design. The first, yeah. that very first shot, I don't buy, but everything else I buy. There right. was a time when I knew what that thing was called. There was originally <laughs> some of the scenes that I saw that I was glad to see cut out, um, and I'm not sure if they're on the DVD or not. But there was like a whole five freaking minutes of him picking out a lizard to ride, <laughs> like in the place, and he's hanging out with those little short dudes who fueled up his ship, and he's checking them out, and then one of them was like the one that was like being a bitch and like like knocking the guys around and like being like all like. You know, causing a ruckus, really and Obi was like, yeah. "I like that one." And mm-hmm. then, uh, and he's then, and spunk. then he's got that lizard. I'm like, "Wow, what a pointless! I, I hate completely spunk. pointless." I think thing. that's a great, um, a great intro. That's that's one of my. I, 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 I believe uh, Indiana Jones had a moment like that where he just goes, "Hi." <laughs> but, right. uh, right. This is what I love about Obi Wan right yeah. here, though. He <laughs> drops in. He had the drop on them, and he still gave them. Hey, what's the, up, guys? Yeah, and well, he was still like, "Hey." And it's like Inigo Montoya and Princess Bride. Yeah. He's just like, yeah. oh, yeah, take a minute. And then crushing these guys, that's totally the Obi-Wan thing to do. And also the Yoda thing to do. Yeah. Except Yoda has a lightsaber and yeah. likes to flip around. All right, now here we go. Here we go. Ryan and Dorkman. How do you feel about a lightsaber fight with a guy who can literally just drill bit his way through the fight? Okay, this is... Okay, as far as like writing and concept goes... Awesome, because it, because it's genuinely like you're watching what, this what and, you're like, and you're like, what are you going to do? Holy fuck. This is a what moment you where do? you've written yourself into a corner, and yeah. if you're you There know, really is no way to successfully fight a guy with four swords not with, who knows what he's doing. Not Well, for, I mean, they, they do give you a bit of that where Grievous doesn't actually quite know what he's doing. He doesn't have the force like Obi-Wan does. Yes. They, make a, they, they don't make a point of that in the movie, but in the but EU. There's a difference between two not, fan Right, no, there's no, way, there's no way Obi-Wan gets through this. But it does say he's trained in the Jedi arts. Right. With a with a single lightsaber, and by the way, again the the reflected light on Grievous is really good. Yeah, that sure. doesn't see that. But look, he's, he's got, got two swords. He's just doing nothing with. He's yeah, just kind of like he waiting. pulls them back and out of the way. Maybe I'll swing this one at you. Yeah. How about and, this one? And how about all three of these? <laughs> and uh, they they start cutting sabers off. Yeah, pretty damn quick. Because because they're them. they're and and you'll see like they're they're just animating it yeah, and they're cutting swinging, it really fast. Yeah. He's just swinging them behind himself when he the, can't be using them. The way he's doing this, the way Obi Wan is doing it, there's no way. There's no way he no, can no, survive no. this. If, if However, they, it does seem obvious that the, 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 the strategy would be just chop off his oh, arms. Oh, sure, sure, sure. But there's, no way, there's no way to get there from what Obi-Wan is doing. It, Obi-Wan it would need another lightsaber. Yeah. And he, he should steal one of Grievous's very early Yeah, on. and he, w- he would need to be flipping around. He would, he would need, need to be to, evading a lot. He would need to be getting all kinds of wushu on this thing. Like and again, he would need to be jumping and flipping and leaping because yes. then it's believable. But keeping both feet on the ground and basically only using one hand at any given time against four lightsabers spinning like a drill bit, like you say, there's mm-hmm. just no way. And they even talk about These it in cool like... cool shots too, by yeah. the way. They even talk about it in the uh, in sin effects and stuff like that. They're like, the way it was animated, they were just like, what we don't we know how do this works. Just, yeah, yeah. just get around it until he knocks him off. And again, the more Obi-Wan thing to do also would have been like going around and, and sort of like going behind things and just tr- sort of trying to outsmart him because right. that's how you that, have to That like, would force him to be what Yoda should be, which is don't rely on the lightsaber, rely on the force mm-hmm. and your own ingenuity. Yeah, exactly. Right, exactly. However, but, what you just mentioned about give it to the animators, they'll make it work. And then the animators in the position of the I have to make do? it work, right. that exactly. shit happens all the time. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, no. I, I have mean, to make this make sense. This doesn't make sense. Why is it my fault that it doesn't make sense? Right. It's not the animators. Fault. You give an idea, and I'll do that. Yeah. I mean, they they didn't. They can't have choreographed uh, uh, Obi Wan properly for that. I no, mean, no, no, no. So, so it's I like hate the, how they like, say the that they did. They're like, oh yeah, we like had a, someone who fought him with two, and then they choreographed the other arms as like yeah. two sets. And he memorized it. I'm like, he fucking did not. No, he didn't. He didn't know because such they thing. used two at any given time. Don't give me that. Yeah. Exactly. 
Um, but now he's Bummer. lost his. Could have been really interesting. Could have been yeah. a really interesting fight. Yeah, could have been fantastic. Should have been longer. I do well. love this idea of like teleconferencing in the right. evil empire. Right. Are any of them even there? Are we just looking around a, an empty table? Oh, yeah, they're there. Okay. Those two. Yeah. This is a weird set. Yeah. I mean, it's a, it's all virtual, but it's a very sort of bizarre like. I always think it's funny in, in, in... It's like a table in the middle of a warehouse. In, in, Look, a, yeah, in, the, in the Jedi Council, apparently you have to walk like 500 feet from an elevator to get to this little like table here in the middle of this floor of the Jedi Council. It's like, eh? All right. I love, I love this. They're, Ryan, they're even if aware. they didn't the do that, side, there wouldn't be any drama. They're like, there's a they Sith... They all have important conversations when they're walking yeah, all these long distances. They're, they're all going... Oh, West Wing. There's a Sith <laughs> somewhere. I don't know where it is. And then a sep- separate conversation. The dark side, the power of the dark side surrounds the chancellor. But they like, how stupid do you have to be? It's like, yeah. how many fucking Sith out? How uh-huh. many people do the? Right. Does the power of the dark side surround you guys? Put the pieces together for fuck's <laughs> sake. What is your problem? It's like they deserve everything they get. They really do. Oh, this. And moment. that's not the way I'm supposed to feel. I'm yeah, supposed yeah. to feel like something horrible. You want to root for the Jedi, yeah. but you're like these these assholes deserve what they these get. These guys are idiots. They all deserve right, to be right. torn. Let me put this up. past all three of you in sequence, Brian. Is there anyone in Revenge of the Sith? But I guess the pre- I'll, I'll allow you the prequels. But in Revenge of the Sith. Who just fucking rules? Is there anyone that's just completely living up to the... As a Jedi, the character of the Jedi? Uh, or just anyone. Um, Grievous is pretty bitchin'. Qui-Gon. Yeah. Qui-Gon, yeah. I'll give you Qui-Gon. Qui-Gon, um... Yeah, well, even so. Qui-Gon's kind of a pussy when it comes to, well, like... Well, Wedge Antilles well, you... isn't in any of these movies, Sorry. so... Hmm. Well, Darth Vader <laughs> is, like... Not only is he a badass in the Star Wars movies, I think he was on AFI's, like, top two badass of all time... But so but, it's like it's it, like he him and Hannibal Lecter. These movies, yeah, exactly. No, he, these exceeds, movies, he exceeds this, the franchise. Is there this anyone? Even blew it, though, is there I'm anyone at all, even like a tertiary character, that exceeds the franchise in the prequels? Anyone that's that bitchin'? No. Is there anybody that you would, if I you guess, put, if you put the two trilogies together, that wouldn't be on the back bench? I guess the closest you'd come is Mace Windu, and when you consider what Samuel L. Jackson could have done, even that's kind of right. lame. Yeah, no, I, uh, the only thing I can say is Obi Wan, because because like we said, it's like he's the closest. Ewan McGregor makes it work, and he makes it work the whole time. And and McDermott is a close second, but he once once his face melts, he just. He loses it. He's like, "Oh, now I'm in freaking I'm cartoon land." Yeah, now, now I'm in vaudeville. Here I am. <laughs> and it's like, come on, you were doing so well up until just now. You fucking ne'er do well. And yeah. here, th- this scene, Palpatine has a point. Like, I agree with everything he's saying. Like, <laughs> exactly. the Jedi are dogmatic, right, narrow-minded right. assholes. Yes, yes, it is true. And based on what we've seen of them, I go, "Yeah, he's got a point." Yeah, I would like, join the dark side. Fuck. Yeah. And that's not how you're supposed to feel. You're supposed to feel like, no, Anakin, don't do it. But right now you're you know, like, yeah, totally. That is, that's exactly The, the broader right. strokes of this are that the original Star Wars was very black and white. It's right. very good right. guys and bad right. guys. Right. And he's like decided, no, it's go- I'm going to turn the world up on its head right. and make everything ambiguous and gray zone. Wait, like, I don't, oh, want, I don't no. want to get too specific. And Pointy out, lightsabers, and, by and, the way. And out oh. of the generic it's, realm uh, here. Excuse me for just a moment. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I don't okay, want to get too specific and out of the generic realm here, but... Did you guys ever see the fan film Broken Allegiance? Which one was that? Yes. Broken Allegiance? I'm there sure was I a really have, interesting uh, oh, yes, concept yes, introduced Callum. in that in that movie where the bad guy isn't a Sith, right. but he knows how to use the fuck out of a lightsaber, and right. his line is, the Force is just a tool. Chill out. It's right. not a religion. It's something you can do. Let's fight now. And I always loved that idea. I felt like, mm-hmm. fuck, what a cool, stupidly simple concept. That's what Anakin could have been. Have some character who's just like, 
I don't believe in any of the fucking rules. I just know that if I think fast enough, I can <gasps> beat you in right. lightsaber. I just fight. had a great idea. Oh, Han that? Solo that can use the Force. Like yeah. I, that character, not no, actually no, Han Solo, but Ryan, a character. Ancient no, no, religions I, and hooky weapons. No, no, not exactly Han Solo. He's right, saying right. A, that I, kind the, of personality. The character with the Han Solo viewpoint, the but that also can use the one that doesn't give a shit about the religion aspect, but that can use the Force. Well, that's Broken Legions. I think that's also that the great. character. I think in in the expanded universe, that's also Kyle. Katarn. Also, uh, to know a Jedi, kind of. God, I hate fan films. <laughs> Those were really bad lasers in that last shot. They were like pure color. There was no. Color. How do you guys feel about the compositing of the uh, the actual effects? The nature of a blaster bolt or a, a saber. I mean, they're additive screening. You know, no, they're not. The sabers look like ass. The sabers are awful in this movie. For real, actually, yep. yeah. Why? Because half the time they're not additive. Yeah, they're just color on top of shit, and uh, uh, and they're pointy, <laughs> <laughs> and they're pointy for no reason. They look that like suddenly a sword they decided blade. to do as of Attack of the Clones. Yeah, and I, I mean well, Phantom Menace sabers were for the most part good. Yeah, I mean they, they were, were like good. bright things, and that's how they're supposed to. They work. were the they were the um, they were pretty much the gold standard that people were going by that in Empire. Yeah. I think when and they then were suddenly, developing digital. Suddenly, in, in, in these stuff. ones, they have these very weird defined glows Edges, yeah. that are just not. Don't look optical at all. They no, just look not, like MS Paint. Right. They're not, and they're not optical because there are scenes where they'll like go behind someone. Like, oh, like yeah. uh, sure. Dooku holds his saber behind him, and you can see the glow coming out from behind him, like it's a physical thing being, right. em, you know, emitted and not an optical effect. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's just like that. This is a more interesting fight because yeah, you're is. like, hey, yeah. that's is there's the actually fight, is this the fight where Grievous's eyes catch fire? Yeah, his his well, face explodes. It because, is where he dies. I'm not sure how many yeah. scenes his eyes catch fire where he doesn't die. <laughs> Gasps. There, there was actually originally a much more elaborate um, staff versus lightsaber choreography that originally was going to happen before he, I guess, lost his lightsaber in the scene before. Um, that was actually rather rather intricate and actually pretty pretty well done. But then they just I like do that I like all. that bit right there where he tries to kick Grievous and basically right. breaks oh! his shin. Yeah. That's 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 do, a that's a great moment. That's do great any of us read moment. enough of the EU to know what Grievous was? Uh, I no, not pretty. He was either. he was something, but uh, he he was organic before he became right. the proto Vader. Oh, watch this! Watch this! This is so fucking terrifying. Yeah, yeah. They even give a close That's up. Cool. It's like why does his brain? It, this is a nice moment where he he has the blaster. A nice moment. A you know nice what's moment. funny? You know what's funny? He just l- put down the blaster to climb up, then picked it up again so he could walk yeah. over and throw it when he says the line. Yeah, yeah. so he could have that so uncivilized. <laughs> so uncivilized. Yeah, that's good. Although I'm still... Nice call for he wanted Grievous' I'm, corpse to hear I'm still conf- you're right with the fucking transitions. Yeah. yeah. Dude, I'm, they're going completely... I'm confused, here's the though. I'm still confused. Was Grievous' blood made of gunpowder or something? Like, what is going he on? He has very matter? flammable guts. Nah. Here's, I mean, those, those, transi- those transitions are a staple of Star Wars. They're all over the original. They're all over uh, all. But irises and wipes. Yeah, but they're the, the same way, four transitions. But he just says he tells he tells Mace Windu, "I think Chancellor Palpatine is a Sith Lord." Right after the conversation where Palpatine literally went, "I am <laughs> a, a Sith, Sith Lord." Lord. <laughs> <laughs> so so he's even hedging his bets right here. He's just like, from my perspective, he from said he was a Sith Lord. I don't know. I don't speak his dialect. I didn't actually right, see him. I you didn't know, see him Sith all over the Sith place or whatever. From but, a certain point of view. Yeah. No, I think the problem with the transitions, uh, A, they're using all sorts of different ones, but we're jumping from scene to scene much more often than we actually do in oh, the other movies. There's 40 transitions in this movie. Okay, so there you go. And there's not nearly that compared many. Compared to? 
I don't know. Do not well. That thing. Sorry. That's a great. Statistic. I just remember that being a staggering number. <laughs> right. Like, holy. Forty fuck. is a lot. Yeah. The other ones. Lot. The other ones. I'd wait, be surprised wait, 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 if they broke ten. Forty scene breaks or transitions. <sighs> transitions like that. That's Motherfucker. That's what I heard. But do they ever lapse true. into like star filters and shit yeah, like that? Uh, they pretty Essentially, closely do. Yeah. They did like the like you know the the radial clock wipe with like do with two six of them, of them. Yeah. <laughs> or six yeah. at once. It's just yeah. Wait, here's gonna be one. I'm wait, sure. Wait, let's Ready? go back oh, to the, there. We go. Oh, the All right, let's go the back to blinds. blinds. Blind yeah, filter. Let's go back to the original trilogy. I remember a clock wipe or two, an iris or two, and like a wipe. Yeah. Empire. They did like you know the opening. I'm not sure they even book. did. Yeah, I'm not sure they even did many clock wipes. I can't remember any. Clock so wipes. this is a good scene here. This whole little back and forth montage where yeah. they're kind of looking at each other but not really, and it's all echoey and dark, and it's like a it's like a, a Star Wars movie or a Pixies album or both. <laughs> well, it's not like a Star Wars movie. Yeah, well, this is very unlike what they would normally do in a Star Wars movie. Well, this is kind of it's quiet. And it's what they deep do and from um, you know, uh, at least the concept of them talking to each other is from Empire, where uh, Luke and Leia talk uh, to each other. Okay, that's true. Actually, okay. no, I hadn't thought of that, but that's true. But okay, great. There's a successful callback if yeah, we yeah. give them that credit. You know? Yeah, sure. But uh, also this. Um, this scene was never. Uh, this council chamber was never rebuilt. Every time you see them in there, it's all. Uh, it's all photos. It, of it's it all photogrammetry from, from episode Venomous. one. Yeah. yeah. In in number two, much and more three, successful in this episode than yeah. the last one, where it looked very comped. Yeah. How did they? Man, that was real good. Then they had that like dollying in shot establishing. Yeah. Like, I wonder if it was all digital then or something. I, mean, I don't know. Are you sure they didn't build it again? I'm pretty sure. My wow. understanding is that they, well, is that they were like they nice were like. Meh. Nice we took work. the pictures, didn't we? You know, nice. That's work. George, not them. Yeah, <laughs> I, I could tell from the meh. Yeah, <laughs> 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 Oh, go cry, emo Jedi. Go cry, emo fuck. Oh yeah, three PO, you're still here. I like that he just walks in, doesn't say anything. The end of the, yeah. the end of the shot. That's he, good. He just walks over. I mean, that's, that's it. Doesn't matter. He fucking right. He no, but that's it's effectively a story beat. By the right. way, we need to remind the audience that C three PO is in this franchise. But that's the. I mean, that's the thing about. Uh, um, oh dear. But but uh, what you were talking about, it's like you didn't need that shot. You could cut it out. But it's a nice little moment. It is you nice. Know, they're they're doing moments like that. It's a. It, they're good choices that are more good choices being made here. So. Oh dear, here it comes. So these all. Uh, so, so one thing I figured out apparently is that all Jedi except Anakin, um, Obi Wan, and Yoda. No, Obi Wan is idiots. Pu- Obi Wan is a pussy. He he okay, can't fight for crap. Well, you know what? These guys all die like, like complete bit. bitches. Yeah, they just stand there and be like, <laughs> "Yeah, what?" It's fucking ridiculous. He yeah. makes a cool sound. Can you when imagine he jumps at him, Bush or Obama doing this shit? One. Oh, treason. Two. And 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 he's like, "Hey, what? What? Three? Oh no, no! What's going on?" Yeah, it's what's stupid. his name? Kit Fisto. Yeah, he's like. Durr. And then this this whole fight here is just appalling, right? To me. Well, because they they had choreographed it, and yes. then George was like, "I, I want to do it all in close ups." So they actually they got had there to... on the day. Yeah, and he was like, "No, we're going to use the actual actors." Sam Jackson, Ian McDermott, will turn their heads and go, "What?" Yeah, and so he has them just kind of go back and forth in a hallway and walk up and down it and, and yeah. shoot it, and then get close ups where they're like, "I'm fighting you!" Arr, yeah, yeah, as opposed to shooting the. The and then, thing that they had rehearsed for three right. months. Before. They got a little of that, and you can obviously tell that it's McDermott's stunt double um, when he's like actually moving quickly right. and doing all this ridiculous shit, or right. replaced by a CG character who flips around for no fucking reason at right. all, as we're about to see. And I hate oh. that shit because the eyelines—he's not even looking at him when he does it. Like it's like yeah. clearly just, hey, can we just make him like flip around in the shot? Like what the fuck is that? Yeah, 
Yoda did it. That's, that's what that's what old horrific. people do. I like this bit here. Yeah, though. smashing the window is cool. Smashing the window. They don't is really cool. use it. Like, um, it'd be. I mean, it's windy, cool. <laughs> but, I don't know. It's just kind of a neat visual. Just it is a great moment glass, where yeah. they're you know. It's again. It's it's almost like the movie is trying to tell us what it's not showing us. It's like, look how hard they're fighting. They exploded the window. It's like right, right, right. it'd be cool if they really were fighting that hard. Like here, it's like, oh, I'm sure it's McDermott there. Yeah. <laughs> no, I guess it's cool. I mean, it's windy and dramatic, but still, so, yeah. There's a whistling I mean, sound. All right, we're coming up one. on the single most important moment mm-hmm. in the prequels. Yeah. Anakin Skywalker becomes Darth Vader. Mm-hmm. Do you guys buy it, Brian? Do you buy it? Nope. Why not? I just don't anymore. Well, you know why you don't buy it? You don't buy any of the major milestone moments of to him, get there. quote yeah. unquote, turning evil. And right. So it's like this is this is just more like. Oh, I whatever. hate this. This is where he loses his performance and just goes crazy. Michael? Yeah. Um. No, definitely not. It's totally and, and even even I, I'll make the argument a little bit later that I don't the 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 movies. These movies up to this point are made so poorly. Great lightning, by the way, though. But um, it's pretty cool. These movies are are made. They make their point so poorly that I don't believe we ever actually see him turn into Darth Vader. I well, really actually, there is the do. one good lightsaber shot coming up after he when he points it at the camera. It looks uh-huh. like Mace Windu's saber looks good. That's the one shot. Yeah, uh-huh. I don't like his CG face here either. Yeah, it's terrible. The mm-hmm. melty face. It's like what? Why couldn't? Why? Yeah, it's forty years later. The other movie takes place or whatever. It's okay. Not he anymore. can be wrinkly then. Not anymore. The it's force like makes you look old. Yeah, you know. Yeah. You know. Yeah, that's true. But yeah, the dark side consumes you. Yeah. That's yeah. what happens. Ryan, that, or it could have been that was his real face and he was just fooling everyone or something. Ryan, do you buy Anakin becoming Darth Vader? No, no, no. It's stupid. And I think this whole <laughs> scene this whole scene was sort of constructed because of uh, Sam Jackson said, like, I don't want to die like a punk. He's like, okay, I'll write you into the scene where he turns evil. And then he does like a punk anyway. And then he just gets zapped and thrown out the window. Well, my friend Ryan did make the point that we don't actually see Mace Windu yeah, die. Yeah, sure. yeah. So no, actually, that's that's another thing too. Is like I totally don't buy that Mace Windu's dead at all. Yeah, like I think he's running around Coruscant somewhere, getting drunk with yeah. his stub arm, going like, <laughs> "Fuck, that sucked." Did he? Yeah, and he just basically. Oh, there we go. Look, and he's like he getting zapped. Listen, Power. Luke That's got hilarious. zapped for like 15 minutes and like yeah. lived through it. Now this, he's essentially just surviving a 300 foot drop, which Jedi typically jump. Yeah. So I'm gonna go with he's fine. Yeah. yeah. And just he screams power. That's like now we're now we're really getting into fucking melodrama here. Right. Like he's not even trying. And this was nominated. Remember that face was nominated for an Academy Award. Yeah. Yeah. Oh dear. It's too bad Trey isn't here because doesn't he know the guy that? Yes, or he talked to him he, or something. Yeah, 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 something like that. Where? It, oh boy. Yeah. And now, yeah, yeah and I comes. hate Anakin's now just completely like, okay, my spirit is completely broken by what I just did. Fuck yeah, it. it's like what? And you, I totally you, buy into the Sith thing that I was totally going to turn you over to the Jedi for ten yeah. minutes ago. You you murdered a village full of people. <laughs> Why does this suddenly bother yeah, you? Right. You didn't even do that. It's, it's, what just happened? You know. But he's like, yeah, yeah, okay. Oh, because of the Padme thing. Because George knew that. That's the thing. George, George seems to understand certain things, and he's like, oh, I don't think they're going to buy this. Uh, it's because he's scared of Padme dying. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. That'll, he's doing then, it for love. Yeah, exactly. And I mean, he, he's, I guess he set it up. That's what upsets me almost more, because he set it up with his mom and all that, and it's like, this was his plan. And it's like, George, stop right. it. And then he totally <laughs> was like, oh, well, you could have thrown all, the, all that out the window. He just wants to save Padme. Right, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like, which are we doing here? Really? Right. You know? George but, but seems I to have a that, very rudimentary understanding of human emotions. Yeah, and, and well, there's a whole fear of loss. Raspy breathing. Right, I guess he gets. 
um, what do you guys growls think of his, uh, softly. His uh, weird voice after he's been zapped. I don't. It, well, yeah, he just completely. It's, it's he starts the, doing this weird thing with his lower lip and shit. He turns into the emperor. That's the transition, and it's yeah. why do we need to have that transition in ten seconds oh. when that transition should take the right. fifty years that it's supposed to take? By the way, I think this moment is absurd, and we get it again with with certain names. Darth, like, it's like it's like he's looking Vader. around the room. It's like, <laughs> yeah, it's like yeah. we we hadn't had another. We we get the shot where his eyes are going around. We were yeah. this close to getting Darth um, Stapler. I don't know. Yes. First yeah. thing. I fucking it's saw exactly it. Just, right. And it's like, where did that come from and why would you say that? It's Uh-oh. like Yoda's got indigestion. Yeah. Oh man, I gotta oh. take a shit. <laughs> oh. So now he's Darth Vader for no apparent reason. I'm gonna <laughs> put fart sound effects onto that clip and put it on YouTube. <laughs> it's like the farting preacher. Have you seen any of those? Oh yes. <laughs> Boy howdy. Hmm. Look those up. Farting Preacher. By the Go way, and backstroke though this is the sixth of six Star Wars movies to date to be made, it is also the most hefty participant in Adam Bertacci's theory that Here we are, Star Wars movies on. deserve their chopped off hands. This deserve? movie has more chopped sure. off hands ah. than any other Star yes. Wars movie, and every single one has had chopped off yeah. hands. George Lucas has got problems with his mom, and he hates hands. <laughs> That's true. That's well, what you know all what, this is. You know what it is? It's easy to chop off. It, how, how do you kill? How do you hurt someone with a lightsaber but don't kill them? You can sort of stab them. That works. But chopping off limbs is is very useful. Also, when you have a robot hand and you have to show that to the audience, it's chopping hands is a good. Plan. Look at this. He and was really, seriously why are you there. Why you going to do sci-fi if you're not going to have a robot hand? Exactly. He was there five Multiple minutes ago to arrest him. He just saw him okay, murder someone Okay, I'm going to go else. kill all the Jedi now. And he's like, all right, well, I guess I do buy into your genocide. Let's, <laughs> let's go make this happen. Uh, but Seriously. but you but you better give me um you better give me a bunch of stormtroopers to back me up because I can really only kill kids. I might have missed like, something. Like that's all I can handle. <laughs> I, I might have missed something. Why is Padme in jeopardy? Because he had dreams about her dying. He had dreams about her dying, and we get a very what? so. Look, Anakin is a schizophrenic asshole. No no no. Look, this is very this is very much. It's a, the dreams. His mother died. Right. He also had. He dreamed. She, so so what, so what we're getting here that. is again George being like, okay wait what like like finally he was like nobody okay so what did I do the first time mythology that's right so it's very much the thing right. where he's like he there's there's fate predicts something you try to stop it and you wind up making Causing it come it. true right um that's what he's going for here technically he achieves that but it's like so ham-handed that it's like dude why did you even try <laughs> now it's like you're still not even really trying and yeah here we go it's like he l- really limped across the finish line on that one yeah like, okay, you crossed. Good for you, but you lost your dignity in the process. Order 66. Mm-hmm. Aside yeah. from Mustafar and this lava fight we've been hearing about since 1995, right. perhaps the coolest concept in the prequels, this is go the out and thing. kill all the Jedi. Yep. It's, it's, it's the Jedi cost. And that's that's like what I'm talking, what I talked about at the beginning, where there's certain ideas that had to be visualized in this movie. Him turning into Darth Vader was one, and they managed to fuck that up. Killing all of the Jedi, number two, and, and the fight between Obi-Wan and Anakin. Mm-hmm. Order sixty six is tequila. Order order shit. Jesus order sixty six <laughs> is a neat idea, but yeah. it was. It, it, I almost feel like it's unnecessary because it. We should have got to the point where it's like that's where we've been at for the the first half of this movie. You know, it's just been people going after the Jedi, basically. Oh. Um, I mean, this is this is interesting. Where he's like, "Hey, we're buddies," and like thirty seconds, he gets later, the phone call and he's like, "Oh, all right, take him out." Yeah, 
It is kind of fun. It feels a little bit like a cop-out. It all happens so fast. Yeah, exactly. That's my thing. (coughs) I mean, a lot of people wanted to see Vader, Darth Vader, running around killing Jedi and hunting them. Right. Absolutely. Which would have been cool. Which, you know, well, it's a shame if we had two other movies in which, you know, nothing really happened, we could have maybe... I know. If you really could have expanded the ideas in this movie out to, like, three. So, Emperor Palpatine himself just called up this particular commander in one-third of one district on one planet in one galaxy... I think we see him talking to most calls. He calls everyone. He calls everyone. Yeah, he calls the... Uh, so between the Cody and the two other guys he calls, that equals everyone? Well, it's meant to it, say it, he's probably spending all afternoon on the phone going, all right, kill them all, right? Okay. Order 66. Boop, 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 boop. Order all right, kill them all. It just yeah. reminds me of like when you hear like a K-Rock opener he, from Paramore where they're like, I'm Paramore, and you're listening to K-Rock. Like, they must have called every radio station in the country to do that. Yeah, well, maybe he robocalled them all with the same yeah, broadcast. I was going to say, yeah, he yeah. should have got a robocaller that just went execute well, it's like, 66. Execute it's like when... Uh, Conan or whoever does the, you know, hey, uh, Tom and Jen in, in Seattle, be sure to watch The Tonight Show tonight with our guests, blah, 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 and they just sit there, you know, after they tape the show, mm-hmm. they just have Conan tape, like, five of those. Yeah. Hmm. Wow. This is well, these are all, these I are all very seen more of that Yeah, planet. these are all very yeah. fun and cool and powerful. Look, it's Avatar. And, uh, <laughs> yeah. The music, too. We're not uh, listening well. to it, but the music in this part is actually <laughs> so one of my favorite it's very cues in that Williams yeah. act, that came out of Williams for this movie because Battle of the Heroes sucks. Yeah. Um, I, like I guess we didn't talk too. about that much very much either. Yeah. Poor Yoda. He's just like, Jesus Christ. Holy fuck. That R- fucking... So much indigestion. Yeah, exactly. Stroke, I think I... Ryan Weaver, what's your favorite cue in the Star Wars prequels? In the Star Wars prequels? Duel of the Fates. Absolutely. 100%. Yep. Fates? Brian? Yeah, there's no no contest. I would probably give it to Fates or, or, and I'll be the one that's an outlier here. Oh, dear. Also, remember the trailer for The Phantom Menace? Where it's basically an amalgamation of six cues and it works. From the original trilogy. Right, original trilogy. So so your answer is none of the above, really. I guess that's true. (laughs) Yeah, Fates is is clearly the most recent, really relevant piece of music John Williams has written. Yeah. Let's be honest, the Harry Potter theme doesn't count. Here's my other problem with (laughs) Order 66. You just have clone troopers killing Jedi masters. You think Jedi would have seen... They would would be better. better. Although, I I mean, Ki-Adi Mundi is the only one who was like, oh, shit, And and then just started blocking him right away. But the other ones... That's what I'm saying. Like, it's like, they're, they're really playing it like the... Only the characters we're following are any good at being Jedi. Right, right. right. And, and even, even then, then, not so much. in my theater, this moment always... Oh, is, oh of course. Oh, yeah, yeah, Absolutely. Yeah. They're going to kill Yoda. And then everyone's like, they're not going to kill Yoda, you idiots. We had a prequel trilogy, and then we had yeah. an original trilogy, and he was fine. I like his shifty eyes. Yeah, he's like, I see I how gotta it is. chop some more heads around here. <laughs> exactly. But every every Jedi should have been able to do that. Yeah. I, I mean, I think... I think um, most Jedi's aren't Eagle Scouts, Brian. I think Yoda was was pretty well done in this one. Oh, jeez. Now this, uh, now to an extent, I have to give George credit. <laughs> no, no, to an extent, I have to give George credit for this because this is a pretty fucked up scene. Yeah, and and we we give. No, I, I like that he did it. Yeah, no, yeah. we we give we give George kind of and and that that kid gives that a really good like, performance. Huh? Huh? Just the way he kind of steps back. That's right. a very yeah. It's a very real little kid thing, yeah. Um, and um, and it's a very powerful moment. But it's like, and we we give um, we give George a lot of credit 
for or we we a lot the of opposite. shit. We give him a lot of shit for basically losing his balls when he had kids. Yeah. So the fact that he's willing to do this and then later have mm-hmm. his son right. fucking die on camera as the the Jedi right. gets yeah, yeah. shot by the coming up here in a second. Did I you mean, guys ever see the? You uh, got to give him that kind of credit. The robot I, I chicken. Say. The robot chicken clip where it's Anakin trying to imagine a situation where he can make this happen. He's trying to like psych himself up for Order sixty six, and he's like, "What will I do?" And he's like, and he basically goes into his dream world where he imagines all these kids are sunflowers, and then it's the <laughs> sequence where him and a oh, sunflower. Chopping sunflowers. Chopping the heads off sunflowers. <laughs> I just see that. Yeah, yeah. Spinning and singing. The clones look like... great in that shot. That's my favorite yeah. clone shot. Yeah, it's fantastic. Practically back. Also, I'll point out my favorite Yoda, digital Yoda shot later. Ooh, Mike I knows can, what it is. I can't wait. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no, no, it's there not it the one you expect. Jet Lucas, right there. Yeah, there he goes. Doing, doing his Let best. Um, not doing too bad. He's doing all right. It's very much like you can tell he was actually given some very specific and actually good choreography. Like, right. okay, you go, you duck a bolt, you come back yeah. up, but he's just doing it kind of like sloppy. And I like. like by the way, I love the way that Bail Organa is like, oh, leave the kid. Kid's got it. I'm out. It. I'm out. I like the well, idea that he saw the that kid die and then he yelled. Yeah. It's not like Jet Lucas oh, grew right, up wanting to be in a lightsaber fight, uh-huh. but. He was like, he fucking resents his yeah, dad. Yeah, he's like, for, dude. And, and George was like, no, you will come here or you will not get to drive for two weeks. Exactly. And he's like, son, put on this fucking stupid-ass uniform and spin around with this dog. Oh, rod. come on. His kid's got to be stoked. I, yeah. I, I, I'd imagine he would be, That's too. That's going to get him I, I just, late someday. Like I said, I like to picture <laughs> the fact that maybe he just resents this whole thing. I like that very he video. George especially for this sequence. That very video gamey point yeah, of view where it totally stalks up. Arm, yeah, you're like camera-mounted, like light shining and everything. Um... Oh, but to, this, but at the same retarded, time, you know, you know, part of part of the, the argument that I'm going to make later okay. is that we never Darth Vader. The only thing we see him do, he kills some kids. We don't even really like, see him bad. do it. But we don't. And he kills Nemodians. And he kills Nemodians. Someone Nemodians. on our it's own like, planet killed six million Jews. Exactly. It's like he doesn't. I, I watch it and I'm like, that's fucked up. But like, he didn't even have the sack to go after grown-ups. <laughs> like he sent the, <laughs> the clone troopers. Like he's kind of a sissy. He's evil, but he's an evil sissy. Ryan, what's but your question? ET yeah, let me ask you, yeah, let me ask you a question. Why, why, why do you think uh, Yoda would miss Chewbacca? He spent. I, I get the sense he spent about a day and a half here. On, I, uh, I think. I think he's supposed to have spent more time. They, on they had some necking and some handholding. Oh, it was a like, very like, well, there day was and a half. very there was some. Uh, not not in that sense. Well, Yoda shouldn't there... miss people, by the way, too. Well, that's true. I mean, he's kind of like, you know. He's like, he's like dude, get on with your life. But uh, that's true. I, I like the fact that they I think he just recreated... wanted him to say the name Chewbacca yeah. for the audience. Yeah, Demon, absolutely. But I like I like that they recreated that set for that one that's hallway. That's the worst example of an as you know. As you know, this character is Chewbacca. As you know, you are Chewbacca. <laughs> well, they go back to the... <laughs> but, um, no, but, as but you they... know, your name is. <laughs> but they, yes. I mean, they, they did clearly have some intimacy, and not in that. Oh not my. in the, the making out sense or whatever. But um, I like that Grievous's body is still just kind of chilling. Nobody there. bothered to clean him up. But uh, um, th- when <laughs> when he after he kills the the clone troopers, he just kind of c- casually climbs up on Chewbacca's back, and it's like they're meant to establish some sort of they had some relationship, relationship going right, on. Fine. Yeah, whatever. They're buddies. What a small goddamn universe this is. That's yeah, my. That's yeah. the. That's the real problem. He's this like, universe is like Los Angeles. He's like pandering. Exactly. It's like okay. So the prequel trilogy is basically Star Wars meets Crash. Like everyone <laughs> knows each other, and there's and they're all racist, and they're all racist, and it's like. Uh, you know, it would have been, been absolutely fine not to see. They're, they're really characters. like two script yeah. pages away from like, oh, it's Han Solo, as you know. The, do, they almost did. They almost put Han Solo in here. No, like, they, they talked about it. He would have. Been a kid. They have a concept art of what ten-year-old Han Solo looks like. Yeah. No. 
Yeah, they were going to show 10-year-old Han Solo. All right, now, here, uh, I, I, I wish we had more time to spend some time elaborating on all these ideas, but we're reaching the end of the prequels, and it's the end of the fucking... Well, we got some time. We only, we only, get, one, we only get one end of the prequels oh to God. do this. So let's, let's do this now. What's the, what's the mistake of the prequels? I mean, you was, keep should, wanting to narrow things down to one yeah, thing. Yeah, no, yeah, no, no, no. I'm not <laughs> trying. Yeah. To, it's not for myself. It's for a conversation. Do you think that there was? Do you think that they just shouldn't have been done? Do you think they were? Wholly he did them about, about the wrong things. Yeah. Well, what? What should have spent time on the wrong stuff? It should have been ba- the essentially the events in Episode Three because you don't need anything before that. No one cares, and the characters should have been different. That's like we were saying about Anakin and sort of his motivations for why he becomes who he is. He shouldn't be hoodwinked into being the bad guy. Right. It should be the kind of thing where, I mean... How do you like to use a hoodwink? He's trying... Yeah, yeah, nicely done. (laughs) He's he's trying to, um... He's trying to present... He's trying to present it this way. I'll give George this. He understands enough that it should be like this. He just doesn't know how to do it. Uh, In in that becoming a bad guy is Anakin's only choice. Like, it's the only thing that seems to make sense to him at a certain point. Um, And he's like, well, this didn't work, and they betrayed me, and fucking blah, 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 and the only person who's ever actually told me the truth... And this this goes back to um, an interesting thing with um, uh, the uh, Judeo-Christian religion, something that's interesting in the original story, and there are interesting ways to twist it, is if you look at the story of Adam and Eve in the Garden of Eden and yada, yada, yada... God, the character of God, actually lies to yeah. Adam and Eve. He says, "If you eat the, the from the tree, it'll Old, kill you." Old Testament God is a bastard. He he lies. He's a super bastard. But it's like it's like the snake gets the the serpent who was retconned into Satan later. Mm-hmm. Um, is basically like he's the only one who goes, "No, no, you, it's not going to kill you. It's not poison. Right? It'll Woo. make you understand, you know, the the difference between good and evil." And he doesn't want you to know that because that's what he does. And if you do, if you had that, then he's not special anymore. Right? Is basically what his exp- explanation is, and that's. He told the truth. God lied, and Satan told the truth in that story. Um, and there are ways to work that. That always looked like an exit sign, by the way. Over the, top. <laughs> it, it's probably supposed to, but it just makes it feel like they're on. You know, they're, they shot it in some hallway somewhere, as opposed to on a. Set. It feels so nice being on a factory set, or something. Yeah, it does feel nice being on a set. Um, well, this one too. I mean, hearkening back to the the movies. But that we but all so it, it would have been interesting if it had been like, if he's going to introduce moral ambiguity. Do it in a way where it's like the the only one kind of who's who's able to really tell him the or seem like he's telling the truth is Palpatine. Right. But what he's telling them sure. is wrong. You know, right. it's like or it's you know it's like nihilism or something. He's like, this is the truth. It's a good conspiracy theory. Yeah, it's like he's it, like this, this is this is basically the truth as far as as far as I know it. You know, he's not lying or whatever, and it basically bears out that way. But it's like Anakin makes the wrong choice because maybe he even tells him it's bad. He's like, listen, if you do this. Everything's fucked. You gotta you gotta abandon everything in in the past. You basically don't care about any of them. It's all about power and blah 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 blah. And at that point, Anakin's like, fine, you know. Right. Yeah. He's he's been so betrayed. He's Fuck. like, absolutely sure. fine. So uh-huh. so it's it's evil, but it's knowing you're gonna lose all your friends. They're well, they're not my friends. So fuck them. Yeah, exactly. So so I, I, I like think it. that would be interesting. I like the idea of Palpatine as here's the truth and it being the truth, and it's not pretty because the truth often isn't. But the Jedi are are so wrapped up in in their statist way of doing things that they're like, no, this is you know this is all the flowery stuff, you know, so it's not that bad. And Palpatine just comes and straight says, no, this is the way it is. It sucks that it's that way, but at least it's the it's the truth, and I'm telling you the truth. Right. And 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 so you you get into like it's like okay, 
Then you can say, okay, that may be the way things are, but it doesn't have to be. And that's the mistake that Anakin would make. And that becomes pragmatism versus idealism versus cynicism. Right, right, exactly. It's like, okay, that's the way things are, but I could change them. But Anakin doesn't – but, you know, Luke says, I can change this. Right. But Anakin doesn't. Mm -hmm. Anakin says, that's the way it is, and I'm just going to – I have to do this. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. That would that that can be the the essential character difference between Anakin and Luke. Yeah, exactly. There you go. Mike, we should make our own Star Wars. We fucking fixed it, dude. <laughs> Call us, man. <laughs> That's the answer. We got this done. Right. We, we, we got figured, this done. We figured it all out. And how long did it take us? Okay, ten years. You had three <laughs> times as much, Lucas. <laughs> and a lot more money. I think Mustafar is pretty cool looking. Yeah, Mustafar yeah. is great. And I like that they actually went to a lot of trouble to make make bigature like rock uh-huh. sides and lava and stuff Mustafar is one of the only set Very pieces cool. that we've been hearing about since 90 like 89 yeah, it's one of the only places you knew was going to have it. there's a lot yeah. of like, planet and it's one of those things where I, I, I although for a little while they changed it to the um, they changed it to a melting pit that thing that Obi-Wan almost fell in in episode one right um, a, a couple of iterations of Anakin's backstory like connected to certain action figures and stuff he fell into a melting pit so that's why they had mm. one in episode one because mm-hmm. they were setting that up and then he was like lava planet Ooh, so, wait wait which melting pit the, the thing that Obi-Wan one? almost fell into and then jumped out and cut Darth Maul in half oh at that the was very just, end. it was just a tube in episode one right but they but it was referred to as a melting pit in all the you know interesting the other shit that you were supposed yeah, to read if you were proper. Thing. in fact there was an but, under, there was like an underground mantra that I heard repeatedly from multiple people which was in reference to the prequels give me my lava <laughs> yeah, yeah. this is right after you episode shit one, over after everything episode one else. came out it was uh, like people just lost give their me my shit lava. over this, oh, this right here and I yeah it's cool it's so, but wrong. It's so, it is, bizarrely, it's the, it's so bizarrely similar to three hundred you know what the, yeah. the thing is about it it's like it's the coolest Yoda action it just reminds you that Yoda should not be in action right. Yeah. It's 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 like why did he not just push them all off the fucking cliff? Like Bear that's in mind, all it takes. This isn't Pick a them all up and yeah. throw them away. This isn't a disparate or different character than crazy fucked up old Yoda sitting on a log talking about the granola that Luke is eating. Right. It's Seriously. the same guy. That was the thing. I want to see Yoda fuck with people in right. this. Right. My whole exactly. Oh, they have to show oh, Yoda show him being something. crazy. Go ahead. I got to tell you something. <laughs> One, this is the most exciting thing that I saw that like maybe people don't know about. Um, originally, this is exactly what you're saying, is originally, in an early version, Obi-Wan, they, and somehow they shot this, because I saw the, Ewan McGregor's in this footage, he walks up, with, like, with a baby, in his, in his hoods down, and then the, and then the clones walk up, what the fuck's going on here? And then it's Yoda, and then they just kill everyone. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck? What the hell is that? <laughs> that's fucking with people, right there. Yeah, but, I mean, that's the thing, you either need to see... You either need to see Yoda being like, hmm, like, like, because he's, because that was the whole thing of him. He was, it's, it's the, it's a cover. He's, well, it's, he's it's a cover. Head. It's a cover to one extent, but to another extent, it's not. To an extent, it's like, I don't really need to take this shit seriously anymore. He's like, yeah, it would have ex- been kind of cool if he was a little more chill. Yeah, he was like, all these he movies. was like, I can explode your head if I really feel like it, but I, you're lucky that I don't. Yeah. Also, but, but that would have worked. Is, that but as it is, I'm going to make you pull my that finger. That would have been freaking you know? cool. <laughs> That also, cool. I can kill you with my brain. Exactly. There so was, I think I think Yoda could have been a fantastic character, or just leave him out. So you still get the reveal in Empire, where you're like, "Who the fuck is this?" Right. And then right. it's Yoda, and it's like, "Holy shit!" It's another one of those things where we really didn't need to see Yoda. Yeah. In any of this, uh, uh, now, if anything, they could have built him up more. Just people talking about, "We'll consult Yoda," and blah blah blah, and just right. bring him up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And never fucking see him. So finally, in if you watch it in sequence, you get to Empire, and you're like, "Oh shit, we're finally going to see this fucking guy." And then you, he's this little frog, and you're like, 
Uh, what? what? All right, now right here, one scene. And then scene. you see why. In one scene, not only do we have the formation of the Empire, but we're in Act 3, we have a lightsaber. I feel like we're finally into the realm of the uh, the video game, and I'm, my curiosity is peaked. I like how she's the only one who understands what's going on. Clearly, And Democrat. she has the best line of the whole pre- prequel trilogy <laughs> yeah. right here. Yeah. This is how Liberty it's ends un- with Thunder's Applause. With Thunder's Applause. How Liberty it's dies a, with Thunder's Applause. That's a, it is a brilliant line. It's just not earned. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. mm-hmm. It's 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 really not. If, and that's if, the thing. You can have great moments. You can have great ideas in a film, but you really do have to. Earn that. Earn that was also the uh, the you know the earmark in the argument that Revenge of the Sith was this whole fucking Iraq War parable, <laughs> which I always thought was really funny. Yeah, uh, yeah. I was always you never heard about, about that before. where people were like Revenge of the Sith is just George talking about George Bush. Yeah, it was. That like, doesn't make any sense. No, it doesn't because it's, it's not like, something George would do. The chronology doesn't make any sense because it's like he he shot that first, like. He would have been writing this in at least 2004 and a half. <laughs> although, although he did, yeah. Well, the, the run-up to the war was 2002. Although he and did. My joke was that George just started shooting this without a script. That's right, the that's true. To be, Which he did. To be fair, though, he was asked. <laughs> he was like... I, that's I, true. He, he had an outline. Yeah. No, I remember, I remember he... Um, there, was, there was some interview and people were... Someone asked him, he's like, so do you see, like, you know, his... his Bush like the emperor and stuff. He's like, really? I think Cheney's the emperor. <laughs> like he just kind of said it. He's like, just totally. If we're if we're comparing yeah, anything, absolutely. clearly he's the guy behind the scene. You know, B- Bush totally would be true. more. <laughs> so I was like, that's funny. That's really funny. But yeah, yeah. well, that's, a, how, that's how it turned. It has turned out to be. Yeah. If, if you look at how the last administration was run, but yeah. And why was why is that on the security cameras at the Jedi Temple? Like they just did that in the middle of the temple. Right, right. Yeah, Sidious <laughs> came all the way over so they could, you know. Yeah, have so that they could scene. just so they could be like, it, wait, you would be great. They're gonna, they're gonna watch There's this. There's also later. a call <laughs> this, to is be so, this is gonna be hilarious. At 1:40, <laughs> destroy the Sith. We must. What an interesting concept. Yeah, yeah, we've got about what? Uh, checks watch. Thirty minutes left in the movie. Yeah, let's destroy the Sith and the rest. Well, of the to be fair, it gives these people something to do. To be fair, there are only two of them, so it wouldn't be hard to do in the last half hour, but. Mm-hmm. Um, right. As we see, neither of them are particularly up to the task. Yes, both of them fail. We talked an awful lot about consolidating like two movies to make one movie in the prequels, and I think the general consensus was that I like how one I, and two should have been the same movie, and three is fine. Yeah, or not uh, a movie. Uh, the, uh, the first y- two. Yoda, yeah, yeah, I, I yeah, once again completely fails because he just gives up on Anakin. Oh yeah, right yeah. Here. I was going to talk. Yeah. I was going to rant about that while yeah. when we go got on, there. Go Ryan, we were <laughs> go. Well, well, no, he gives up on Anakin. Yoda right that well, oh, okay. I know what you're talking what's, about. Yes. What's the, what's the problem with Yoda and his intentions? You know, Yoda Yoda gives up like right there. He's like they they look at him and and the emperor and it's clearly been less than 24 hours that yeah. this happened. And he, and Anakin can clearly be easily swayed within 24 hours. <laughs> as right. we've already That's seen. That's true. They as, should just go and talk about as it. As we've already seen. So, but, Mind but Yoda fucker. Yoda looks at it. Yoda looks at it and goes, eh, "Nothing we can do." It's like He's you're not even trying. Like yeah. how hard would it be to just be like just go up to him and be like, hey, dude, you, sh- you sure about this? Last chance? I mean, really. Last chance. A lot of dead kids, but it is Coruscant. There's a lot of live kids, too. We could we can fix this. <laughs> okay, we'll pretend this never happened. <laughs> so It's like that old adage about politics. The only thing <laughs> worse than waking up with a dead girl in your bed is waking up with a live boy. <laughs> <laughs> it's It's totally something they could easily have... They could they could have brought him back. What the consequences yeah, right, would have then sure, been for him? Sure. Been for him? Mm-hmm. You you can you you know you can you can bring that question up. But um, the the fact is that Yoda straight up just goes meh meh. Fuck it, well, kill he, him. Dark side. 
Dark side is meh, meh, meh. But that does dovetail in with what he says in Empire when he's training. He's like, once you start down the path. And, I, I mean, it's it's fair enough to point out, we should give them some credit, that Yoda says essentially the same things in Empire and Jedi, and turns out to be wrong in Empire and Jedi. Mm-hmm. In Empire, he right. says, once sure. you start down the path, you, yeah. you don't come back. Well, well, maybe it would have it would have done well as a callback then. For this that. to be the pre Oh, yeah, and then it doesn't work. <laughs> For right. him to be like, no, we can <laughs> we'll still do em. this. Yeah. We got this. They go, it doesn't work, and he's like, well, that's it. Yeah. There's no point in trying, you know? Give him a, that. We just least. missed a wonderful that's moment true. there where he says, I got to go kill him, and then she says, you know, explicitly, you're going to go kill him, aren't you? And then Obi-Wan goes, He just well, looks he's, at her, he's, he's, like, he's become, well, he's a very great threat. And then there's this great moment where she looks at him like he's an asshole, and Obi-Wan, you can see in the performance that... It's like the character just had a bucket of cold water dumped on him. Like, right. shit, this is just a whole... We're, this is entirely this arbitrary. Yeah. We're just we're just making up rules, and then he didn't follow them, and now i got to go kill him. And there was this wonderful moment of realization that... It's good performance. Should I go done. kill him, yeah, or should I just be like, Anakin, you're being kind of a dick right now? Right. Well, right. and, and he, he never... And he, he never and here we go. There's he's always trying. The right whole there. fight, he's giving him every opportunity to be like, Dude, you suck! I don't want to kill you! Yeah. Like the whole time, awesome. I don't want to kill you. If he just kept doing that. That's Dude, essentially you suck. that's essentially the last thing he says is, "I don't want to kill you. Yeah, don't do it." Yeah. <laughs> although, although what he says doesn't make any logical sense. He's like, "It won't work, Anakin. I've got the high ground." Oh, it's like boy. just like Darth, Darth Maul, Maul did. did. When, episode one. Yeah. I, did I killed him successfully. Yeah. Yes. Oh, I don't know where it is at, at this point, but I remember after this movie came out. Uh, somebody wrote a parody script, a satire script. Oh, it's on. Um, if you if you just look for the um, the abridged script, is that what? Just it is? look for because because there's a guy who writes it. I can't remember what the website is, but he yeah, just I... writes abridged scripts of movies. The editing, uh, the editing room. Thank you. Yeah, we have a peanut gallery. Um, <laughs> Lank from the Revolution yeah, commentary. Um, still but, sitting uh, in the background. I, I believe it's the editing room, and he just writes abridged scripts where it basically says sarcastic things about uh, right, which about is where the that and stuff. Which is where that it's where that comes, comes from, from. And there was a really great one he did for. Um, uh, I think Transformers too, Juno too, a bunch of other ones. Yeah, so um, he's whoever that guy. Is. I mean, I mean, I I f- found his um, fuck it, his, it's me. Phantom, his <laughs> Phantom, his Phantom Menace one was really great, and then I just lost track because I was like, I'm sure that's a one off, and then I discovered he'd kept doing it for like ten years. So one that's, of the most haunting pictures from Revenge of the Sith that we see in the trailer was there's a shot of the I, I guess it's the Jedi Council, the Mushroom Building. Uh, yeah. on, on it's smoking and it's shot from like two miles away with this insane photo. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, the Senate building. Yeah. And it and it and it's so oddly like the World Trade Center's burning. Oh no, that ah. was the Jedi Temple, yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. Totally. We, and you're just looking at it like Yeah. Well now we're always gonna think that yeah, exactly. we see smoke yeah. coming from a building. Right. Well right, yeah, right. but still I guess it, it is a you know, the, the life imitates the art type thing. But you know, you any sequence like that, but especially this one, you're looking at it and you just go, Ew. Wow. That, that's the thing about that's a little much. That's the thing about Revenge of the Sith. As a cohesive story, it doesn't work. But there are these... Like, occasionally... It's a pastiche. And very, it's a, a pastiche very, very, of pop culture. Yeah. Very, very rarely, they just... There are these moments that just hit you in the gut. And they're, they're rare, but the, there's a few of them in there. And there's more in this movie than in the other ones. I yeah, think. yeah. I mean, I would venture to say that there's not a single one in well, Phantom Menace. No, Phantom Menace had the uh, big, fat lizard man holding a plasma ball. That was pretty touching. <laughs> that did That did get me. That did get me. Uh, Darth Maul did it for me a lot in the first one. He was the closest to those moments. Like, fuck, that's bad. That's true. Yeah, the, that's that, kind of different. Where that's the, different. That moment where he has the, the 
dual lightsaber where you see it for the first yeah. time. No, Ryan, like, uh, an, another were, thing seen in the trailers that was like, holy yeah, shit! Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, exactly. yeah. Oh, totally. You were yeah. here. You weren't here for the first two prequels, and I want to give you your, your due process on this comment. Okay. How do you feel about Darth Maul? Should they kill him off, or should he have been the bad guy for the prequels? Uh, should he have been the new Darth, Darth Vader? Yeah, he would have been a cool. He would have been cool to keep around. I mean, he's the most. He's the most cool badass bad guy in all I of mean, Star Wars. Remember in Phantom Menace where he's like, "Not for a Sith," and then you're like, "What the fuck's a Sith?" Oh shit, that guy sounds I badass. Guess he's, yeah, yeah. And yeah. then dispatched by middle of Act Three. Right. It would have been interesting if they built him up to be more of a character because he had all of two lines, and so he's not a particularly deep character. He's very two dimensional and just. Uh, he's a cartoon of a of a bad guy, sure. yeah. and it would have been nice if he was more than that, and then could have been around for a couple episodes and actually, like you know, been a character. Really, Darth I mean, Man, how do you feel about? You think Darth Maul should have replaced Dooku and fucking whatever the fuck? Yeah, I mean, Darth. That's it's almost what he's set up to do. It's what he exists to do. It's like this is our. His name is this Darth. Is, this is our Darth Vader. Yeah. This is the guy that Darth Vader replaces ultimately. And frankly, you would have a really hard time coming up, coming across a design more badass than Darth Vader. And Darth Maul's pretty close. Yeah. Yeah. and oh, it, yeah. it's the kind of thing where you you're Darth Maul able, is fucking rad. You're able to spend. He had the opportunity to spend three movies building up Darth Maul to be like fucking the ultimate and then when and Anakin Vader. Fi- when Vader finally usurps him it's like holy shit yeah. you know it's yeah, like man. that you, you had you had every opportunity and they kind of he was like again it's like these things occur to George in like some kind of haze where where he where he kind of uh, recognizes them George is a lot of opium but it's like it's like too late to do anything about it or he doesn't know exactly what to do about it so it seems he recognized that and that's why he had him kill Dooku right can, right but can it, you imagine can you imagine the sequence going is like okay Anakin becomes Vader and he is officially turned and his first task is to take down Maul and we've spent three movies seeing, seeing how, how badass bad right. Maul is. is. Yeah. And then in some climactic sword fight he he takes down Maul and it's like holy shit this is wow. And, how, and then immediately after that he starts going after Jedi. Right. And how and awesome like, would holy it holy and, and for a climactic sword fight it's like how you know it's the it's the uh, aliens versus predator tagline. Whoever wins, we lose. <laughs> <laughs> it's like it's like you, you have a climactic sword fight between the villains. Yeah, how crazy would that be? And then you sh- yeah, then you we, show we, how we just met. Um, uh, go ahead, finish. Well, you, you you show how badass Vader has become. You think he Obi-Wan dispatches would know Maul and dismatches all of these Jedi, and then you have the fight between right. Vader and Obi Wan, and you're like. Obi-Wan is fucked. Yeah, and then and then Obi-Wan just barely manages it. Obi-Wan That's, gets lucky. Yeah, and we, that is ter- and that by the way is terrible choke acting, I have to say. We just missed I, I'm one sorry, of her- but she, put, puts a hands on the throat and just Come on, stop it. We just missed one of the The other guy, the other guy just did a thing with his collar, you know, just come on, be subtle and British. Right, right. Probably the second most laughable sequence in the trilogy. Be more British. Be more British. So exactly. Padme Colon. He just tried to kill her and then said, you will not take her from me. This is beyond, like... Well, it's dissociative. R- right, but... It's cognitive dissonance. Oh, like, it's... He- he- the, his whole thing is heavy, heavy The, the second most but. laughable line in the... Inter- both of them are in the first... On the third of the first trilogy. Like, the same movie yes, yes, within yep. ten minutes. Uh-huh. You're breaking my heart. And, of course, the only one that was oh, made, yeah. for, made fun of more was the no... Right. Darth yeah. Vader utters, which, by the way, in Backstroke, Ooh, Backstroke of, the West, of the West, is "Do, do not, not want." <laughs> oh my God, is that where they came? That's do where not that came want. From. That's where "Do not want" came from, yeah. and it's beautiful. Uh, no way, that's perfect. That's it. This is a nice anime. That's how they shot. translated no. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Look at the perfect focus on this deep ass shot. Yeah, yeah. Yay, blue screen. To democracy. Hmm. 
They should have just kept the deep background in focus as well. Then you could have at least bought that they had okay, some wait, sort wait, of yeah. super focus lens. If you're not with me, then you're my enemy. Okay. Only, only, Sith, only feels a Sith feels an absolute. In the same breath. Yeah, Obi-Wan, like, that's a absolute. That is, a, yeah, there's your cognitive Obi-Wan, difference. Obi-Wan, you're a Sith. Yeah. <laughs> you have no cause to fight. No, I'm not a Sith because I'm a good guy. Oh. <laughs> well, why are you a good guy? Because I'm not a Sith. Bingo. <laughs> there. Figure that out. <laughs> All right, now we've got our introduction to the... There's only two war themes in the entire prequel trilogy. It's, it's so it's amazing. Duel of the Fates and Battle of the Heroes. And, and in, in the, the behind-the-scenes for Phantom Menace, George <laughs> lavishes yeah, yeah, praise yeah. on Duel of the Fates being yes. like, yes. you basically wrote the theme for like the big climax of Episode 3 and blah, blah, blah. It's brilliant. I love it. I'm glad we have it. And then he's he gets to there, and he's like, you know, John, I... I think we should maybe maybe we're to blame. Maybe it's like those goddamn fan films. I'm tired of hearing Duel of Fates. <laughs> we need something else. And and so, that, but he still used it. But he but then he uses it for this fight. Yes. Instead of the big fight that we've been leading for, to, up to the whole time. And it's like well, and, I mean, then, it, and then that fight I, is again well, called Battle of the Heroes. And that's true. That's there true. Are heroes on both sides. The only no. time Duel of the Fates shows up in any movie other than the Phantom another Menace interesting shot following the lightning. By the yeah, way, is yeah, yeah. fighting. Sidious and in Yoda. It's like no, the, the fates don't have anything to do with no, Sidious and Yoda. Make it. He, he uses it. He uses it in uh, in Episode Two when uh, oh, Anakin is riding the speeder. Here's bike. my favorite part of the whole fight between these two. Hold with on, the sparks. Just no, 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 no. Just this little moment, right? Oh fuck! He almost got him. Yeah. That was the only time during this whole fight. I was like, holy shit! He almost cut that yeah. guy. Yeah, he was. He, you you feel the strain where he's like, oh, almost yeah. got yeah. That is also that, the by far the most elaborate part yeah, of the choreography. Yeah. That shot right there where they were coming through the hallway in the spark show area. Yeah, that's pretty of, cool. It was one of the few shots that we got on the uh, ahead of the time. There was a behind teaser. the scenes. Yeah, yeah. you could see yeah. the, you, there was green screen footage of them doing that choreography, which ended up being that shot. It used to just be on a green screen, right. and it showed up in a bunch of fan trailers. That's real. I mean, it's uh-huh. it's it's well done. You wouldn't know it was green screen. And I mean, there are some iffy composites in this, but that's with with interaction with the the 3D set. That's very yeah, well done. Were his teeth fucked up when he was getting fried the first time? Because now his teeth are fucked up. They don't seem that bad. Doesn't matter. He hasn't it been doesn't matter. And he's British. Stop it. <laughs> <laughs> and that's why. So, oh, oh, that's dear. fucking. Ridiculous. I love. I love. That's that's bad editing right there. Because he leans back. He's like, hey. What? Yeah, and yeah. then you're they supposed cut to, to him cut six back. frames earlier. Exactly, buddy. you're supposed yeah. to cut when he starts throwing his hands back. He just instead just goes, "Oh, touchdown!" Yeah, and then <laughs> flies across the room. <laughs> it reminds me of uh, when Lex throws her arms out and she's running in Jurassic Park. See, is I, it, okay, is it just me or is that the exact same character animation of Attack of the Clones, where similar. he's like, he's like. I look badass, I grab my cloak, I think for a second, I don't, I pull open the cloak, I reach in, I force grab the saber, I light Did it. he force grab the saber? I don't think he did. I think he physically grabbed it this time. Yeah, and then he flipped it in his hand. Yeah. So it was a little but, um, he almost cut his ear off in that He shot, had the though. exact same vibe, though. Uh, but, I, but I do like... Uh, I do like his taunt. It's cool he when he's talking smack. Emperor. Yeah, when he's yeah. like, when when and the again, emperor, that's it's more in line with what you're saying about how he just needs to be kind of above it all and be yeah. like, eh, fuck when all the this. W- the emperor's talking <laughs> shit to him. For his saber years. switches his he lightsaber props. Yeah. And, and, and then it's Obi Wan's. I I, I, I do I do love the fact that that he's the emperor's talking shit. Yoda pushes him. The emperor tries to run. He's like Yoda's like, whoa, where whoa, you going, whoa. buddy? Where are you going? I <laughs> thought you were all good and shit. Yeah. Let's, let's see what you got here. Yeah, like that was. I, I really love that moment for Yoda. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and again, here we are in. But the, now I don't love this moment. <laughs> well, here we are. I think this whole fight being in the Senate is 
pretty really cool. freaking cool. And yeah. again, yeah. Spielberg's idea. Yeah, and and again, that like the part in the, this is cool when you yeah. move back. Like like, like again, a very Spielberg thing where you're seeing them fighting. You're like, oh, that's cool. And then just in case you didn't realize the implications of what's happening, it's like they pull back and it's like, oh, right, you yeah. know. Um, but but what they do here is what they basically should have done the whole time. Get a ra- get no lightsabers. Yep. Just fucking throw shit at each other. That's it. Throw buildings at each other. That is the worst part wins. of the choreography. Yes. I fucking hate that so much. Can't we just so resolve much. our feelings with words? How do you guys feel about mm-hmm. this moment? The with force, the, the at dual the same time force thing? push. I don't know. It doesn't make a lot of sense. That's okay. It's okay. It's better than it's better than them standing chest to chest, two feet away from each other, and twirling their sabers. It's like, yeah, I really believe you're in a fight to the death right here, you guys. Yeah. It, it, mm. Although you know they they do. They travel. They spend a lot of oh, time. Sure. They're like, okay, here's the next. They take a tour section. of, uh, of uh, Mustafar. Yeah. Mustafar here for you. So you know, to that extent, I like it. But but the choreography is not that spectacular. You, you know, know what the problem I'm, the problem with it is is I think that the, a lot of the idea and oh man, we should be talking about this instead right now. But yeah. a lot of the idea is that they're trying to play it like they're both so good that they're both kind of over what they're doing. Right. And like Anakin is so cool and powerful that he's not even having to try. Really, he's just fighting. Yeah. And it doesn't that doesn't play to the audience. It doesn't help you believe that they're really. I fighting. was going to get into that. My question would be this: You guys both, Ryan and Michael, do lightsaber fights, but you choreograph them. Is there any sort of? Is the, there any? I think is this there any, shot, this shot here, and the following ones are when I was like Spielberg did this. Mm. Like yeah. where he starts spinning it. Where he starts spinning it, and specifically the shot where he pushes it back because it's spinning, and then it does a slight like crane a little yeah. bit to see what happens. I'm like. Lucas would never have directed it that way. That's you, a Spielberg You guys both choreograph fights, and, and you're aware of fights and can do them in a situation where they're all lined up. Is there any sword fighting artist that could have a sword fight for 15 minutes with a co-equal sword fighter and never get a kill shot? Well, in movies, that happens. Well, no, yeah, yeah we're course. talking about real life. In Is real there, life, no. No, not in it'd be, real life, It'd no. be over in four moves, maybe ten moves maximum. Right. Sure. Yeah. Like if Clinton, that, Clinton, that's Clinton, true Clinton, of all Clinton movies. Though. That's not a specific right. Star Wars. Yeah, that's not something we can necessarily say against Star Wars. And 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 I mean the the real. Okay, here we go. Ready? Oh, yeah. Here. Okay. Wait this for is... it. Is it the nails? Yeah, my favorite shot of Yoda. This one. Yeah, that's a good moment. Yay! That's the most realistic moment where I actually bought it. Yeah. That that had good. It had good weight on his. Yeah. On his fingers, just like no, no. <laughs> And, and look at Which this. Which, again, Here we are. man levitates yes. daily just to get around. Yeah. Okay, so um, Yoda's a bitch. Yeah. So so Yoda, where we're at right now, Yoda has fallen a little ways, but he's okay. The Emperor is currently dangling from one hand, just cackling madly. Yoda is looking up at the person that he knows it is his... Right now, it is his purpose in life to kill this person right. so that the... So that the Sith do not rule the galaxy again. Is there ever a better thing to fight with your life for? Yeah, if you're going to, if you're going to get in, and I mean, the Jedi are supposed to be samurai, right? Right. It's like if he's going in there for it's the like, honor. Well, not just for the honor, but I mean, it, well, it's worth your extent, life. It's worth your life. It's like if the the samurai thing was: if I'm going to take my sword out, either I'm gonna cut you, or you're gonna kill me. Right. Like, one of us is going to die. One of us is going to die before that sword goes back in. No, he's scattered. crawling around in tubes. And now he's crawling around in tubes because he's like, oh, oh, uh, no, I'm scared. I'm scared. I have to go hide like, on another planet. And he's like, what? yeah. And he's and he's just like, oh, I'm going into exile because. And it's like, uh, like it should have, uh, in my opinion, what probably should have happened if we had to have Yoda in here at all was it's the kind of thing where not all the Jedi were killed, obviously. Obviously. Um, and it's the kind of thing where he goes in there and he's like, 
I gotta fuck this guy up. Like, that's it. I gotta yeah. kill him. And, and he goes in and he fights him and he very nearly loses mm-hmm. to the Emperor. Like, he, he basically... He to get wounded, at he, least. He gets wounded and he basically does lose. And the other Jedi, the remaining Jedi, kind of show up and swoop in and save him. And, and having a, you know, again, hmm. going back to the samurai thing, his whole thing, like, maybe he's unconscious or something. And he wakes up and he just, he's basically like, they think he's, he's gonna be grateful and he's like, how dare you? Oh yeah! How dare you take me out and of there? And he says, "Fuck you all," and yeah. then goes off and hides and he's on like, a Because they're like, "No, we need you." He's like, "What we needed was to get rid of that fucking guy." How dare you? And not only go in there and and get me out of there when I should have died to defend it, but none of you stayed yeah, to try been, and stop it. Awesome. To try and finish the job. Yoda equals Lieutenant Dan. Basically, he's like, uh, you know, he's just like the 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 sheer. Fu- he's like, I can't, I can't even stand. Like it's, you, it's to it, the point it, where it's, it's Yoda, like it's Yoda saying to the other guys. You fucked us up. Yeah, you. F- I had this. You completely. Fu- it, well, it, he it, didn't. But well, they, he's like, he says they all should have ganged up on him and killed yeah, him or he's died like, trying. Yeah, he's like, I didn't have this, but I was trying. Right. And you stopped me from trying, and you didn't try. And fuck all of you. Yeah, like to the point where he's like, I don't even like. I, I don't even. And then have he just knows in- that he's not strong enough to go back and actually be able to kill him. So that's the only reason he's still he can't, alive. He can't go like, back and do it. But at the same time, he's like. The, the, at the same time, they do have a good rationale where they're like, "Dude, if anyone's going to teach us how to come back, get through this, and right. get through this, it's going to be you." So, and, but, so, so you, he's got this. Yoda. Yeah, so he's got this thing where he's where he's just like, "I can't because you so completely disgraced me and everything I stand for." But you're right, so I can't go fucking kill myself for, from the dishonor. I'm just going to go into exile and hope this shit figures itself out. <laughs> this swinging you know? from riot wires thing is stupid. Yeah, they, it was Why? it was dumb when they did it in because um, cut the wire. It was dumb when they did it in um, and like how much control you have. You're just swinging. I mean, it's yeah. like it's a very dumb thing that George is like, ooh, they used to swing in wires like pirates and the stuff. Only moment, Flynn, the only moment, the only moment in the entire Mustafar fight, including the ending, which is supposed to be very emotional, that I really think is a great visual storytelling moment, is when they're like dun 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 dun, dun and clash the sabers, <laughs> and behind them is the the lava yeah, going the big explosion. <sighs> sure, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep, that's, which, the only, that's the only one. They I'm grab like, each other's wrists, right. exactly. which of course you could still continue Bam! to fight. And then it, the yeah. lava goes which up. Which we, we explored that yeah. in uh, Ryan vs. Dogman too. But uh, <laughs> basically, yeah. a lot available at your local YouTube retailer. Yeah. Yes. A lot of people think that we did. Um, I like that droid. Like, what the fuck's going on? Not I knowing. Like the, <laughs> do you guys see the subtitle? Music note. Music note. Music note. Bracket. Vocalizing continues. Yeah. Because there's a lot of choral stuff in this as well. Sure. The vocalizing and and also choreography wise, they are floating on things. They're on little floaty platforms that are not, you know, that are sure. that are wobbling. You could do a lot more with that. Yeah. I mean, especially since they seem to be controlling them with the force and making them go where they kind of want to. Mm-hmm. I mean, they're kind of floating around each other like they're doing it deliberately. It's, it, it's genuinely like they're not even listening to each other right now. He says, I failed you. That's a great place to start a conversation like this. <laughs> yeah. That's really good. But then Anakin kind of ignores it. He's like, I knew the Jedi were plotting to take over. He's like, what? That doesn't follow on what he just said, you know. It's like I want to hear the conversation that Obi Wan just started, but you're but you're just following your script, mm-hmm. right? You know. Well, if you this, and this not, bit here, if you oh ever, man, yeah, like he kind of reels back. He's like, oh, I'm gonna fall, but then that's the last we get. Of if you've ever cool. dealt with a crazy person, it's like they're dealing with a script. 
I, yeah, that is <laughs> they, true. They no, it really script. is. They have no, their no. script that they're going to act out. You're it right. Doesn't matter whether you're there. I'll take, I'm sorry. I'll take it back. For, you're for right. For the sake of anecdote, I'll say birthers. But any crazy sure, person, it's sure. like, wow, you got like four things. Yeah, here it is. I have the high ground. That <laughs> sure. All right. Didn't right. work for you know your position is actually quite good, really. If if I'm remembering, but uh, but on the other hand, because he did it before, he's like, dude, I know what you're going to do, and I'm not just going to stand here like an asshat <laughs> when you do it. <laughs> like I Darth, I knew before. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Look, it's really not going to work. So there he is. Yep. Now he's been cut up. I will say, and then this. It, I'm this not sure. Moment, I, go ahead. Maybe it's maybe it's a couple moments later, but where he, you really do see him break down. Yeah, that sure. that hits me. Yeah, the Obi Wan. No, where Obi Wan, but right here where, where Obi Wan uh, says, "I love you." Basically, right. where he says you were my brother, well, I Obi-Wan's, loved you. He's Ewan's doing a good job in this. Yeah. I think, oh, really. wow. However, I was because that's I, his response. Oh, by the way, right here, that yeah. was a pickup. Yeah, because George forgot. Because George forgot to have the scene where Obi Wan gets Anakin's lightsaber. Yeah. Really, and, and, we get when we when that first came out. Ryan and I gave him so much credit for remembering. That. <laughs> yeah, he forgot. And well, guess what? He didn't. Fuck. Someone else was like, Fuck "Hey, George, it. you need that." Thing. And then, by extension, I'm assuming that in the next shot. It's composited into Obi Wan's hand because he's carrying it. Yeah, you know what? You know why that's a great moment because oh. it's because it comes off of Anakin saying "I hate you," uh-huh. and then Obi Wan says, right. "But I, I loved you. you," you know, and that's a really good moment. By the way, this movie, uh, I was able to overlay the simple, uh, simple plan song. Untitled. Oh, but but at the same time, Obi Wan's like, "I love you, but I'm gonna let you burn. I'm gonna a let you burn to death." Song at this untitled, point. which is. <laughs> How could this happen to me? <laughs> I was able to overlay that perfectly, like, go cry emo kid over this sequence, <laughs> and it was hysterically funny. But how incredibly... How could he le- like, How like, incredibly irresponsible is it of him to not finish him off? Right. Uh, not, not Both really as irresponsible. a Jedi and as a friend. Right. right. Yeah, just chop the head, man. It's like, it's like his, how can you let him... Let him Reynolds shot the guy he didn't even know. Right. Picard shot like, his own crew he man. Says, he says, I loved you, and it's like, then he lets him burn to death. It's like, dude, yeah. put him out of his misery. Like, prove it, you know? Yeah. But, but of course, he can't. Because then, then I guess you wouldn't have, have any other movies. Yeah. So he had to have, basically, there's another problem. He had to not have access to that moment. As beautiful as that moment was from, from Ewan's performance, that moment should not have happened. He should right. have thought he was dead and just left him. Right. Well, Basically. I mean, I think he's. They're trying to say he assumes he's dead. He thinks he's dead. He's like he's right. pretty much fucking dead. Right, but, but still, goddamn it. Guess what? He wasn't. Yeah, but he, but again, even thinking that, it's like he's sitting there suffering. <laughs> like right, you, you know, give him give him the last bit of mercy <laughs> that you can. Now, bear in mind what Mustafar looks like here. It's night. Uh huh. Mustafar equals night. Remember that. We'll come back to it later. I li- I do like this moment as well because you because Obi Wan is like oh god fuck and C three oh, is like this is a fantastic shot because mm-hmm. keep in mind that's a digital hand uh-huh. and probably digital gravel where he's grabbing it and stuff. Can you imagine dragging yourself above like gravel while you're in like you have like one hundred percent covered in third degree burns? Yeah. Well, at least you're no, lighter without those limbs. <laughs> Less to you know. It can't be Drag that, it, and it's got to be hot, even though he's not on fire anymore. <laughs> well, it, it, I would imagine his mouth is pretty fire. dry. Yeah, it was <laughs> just, Did you see that just a second ago with the shadow? No. It doesn't make sense because the it's sun's night. not getting through the Because uh, the it's night on Mustafar. Or it's night, yeah. No, he's just, that's clearly one of those things that they're like, we should see a and, shadow and again, by. And again, we're supposed to side with the Jedi, but it's like, 
Fucking Palpatine showing way more concern for oh, him. Oh, yeah, they <laughs> Obi Wan yeah. They spend like a 10 <laughs> second shot of him sitting down next to him, putting his hand on his head, and yeah. like, dude, that fucking sucks. Right here. Yeah. Yeah. Right here. Yeah, it's like, it's this like. Is some com- this is the most compassion we ever see in these. Yeah, these and it's coming close. from the bad, quote unquote, bad guys. It's like, dude, Palpatine seems to get it right. Have, have any of you guys had opportunity to be in the presence of magma or lava before? No, they're not going to do it from there. I guarantee you, for a, like, there's there's zero, one hundred percent zero chance you could be within two hundred feet of a river of lava and not be screaming in agony. Oh no, his, you uh, couldn't like, sit within three feet of the river and be like, "Yeah, Man, no. my life sucks because I just got fired." You'd be sitting there thinking, "My life sucks because I'm sitting." Here. My life, my life. Yeah, the emperor sitting. Man, this sucks. You know why? Because I'm on fire. Like, his cloak would have burst into flame from that distance. It is unbelievably hot. Hotter than a barbecue. Insanely hot. <laughs> I love that. Hotter than a barbecue, you guys. Seriously. <laughs> We're ever talking put, hot. Ever put your hand over, like, an engine after you've driven the car for a little while? Not even close. <laughs> the earth has melted. It's so hot. Hotter than a barbecue. I'll tell you that much. <laughs> That's beautiful, but uh, th- this is um, rainy chorus. Also, gone. pretty cool. Yeah. Also, the um, um, proto Tidarium, because that's the callback he makes uh, in this scene. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Sure. With his little ferret walk or prairie dog. Cover <laughs> him, yeah. up. Mr. Burns. Yeah, <laughs> Mr. Burns. He is Mr. Burns. I, 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 oh God, I can't even handle this. Oh. She's about to give birth to twins. No. Okay, granted, it's another galaxy, so maybe humans are a little different over there. She has lost the will to live. That's your medical diagnosis. I know. (laughs) That's your medical diagnosis, and how can a woman with twins, no less, be like, I'm out. It's like, no, no, no. Check, please. That's not how it works. Like, it's the kind of thing where it's like, as, as far as I've heard, and like everywhere I've heard, it's like, in a, a generally healthy person, it's like, you know, husband and wife, great. Babies come along, it's like, uh-uh. Yeah. Like, you just took a step down past the babies. Sure. Babies you come know. first. The babies right, come now, first, it's very so important no way. that we bring up something. What? Uh, these babies are about here to see. Uh, one of them is Leia, who remembers this vividly, apparently. Apparently. Yeah. Who has memories of her mother. And by the way, uh, well, another, another point where she's practically just looking around the fucking room. She's like, hey, Luke. It's like, where did that name I come from? I always find it funny. The little thing that they put over her legs looks very digital. Uh-huh. And so I'm like, okay, did they originally shoot the scene where she's just open legs yeah. to Obi-Wan there looking on? I mean, I can't. Uh, like, like, look, look. She has the moment where she just, I mean, she's had nine months. There's a hormonal thing that happens. You fall in love with the baby. But now she's seen it. Like, even it's the whole thing with, like, the father becomes the father when he sees the baby. Now she's seen it, and she's about to pop out another one and name it arbitrarily, and then she just kind of gives up. She's like, all right, pop them both out, both good, <laughs> name, good. name, out. <laughs> it's like, this, this scene played much better in Lego Star Wars. Yeah. <laughs> Where well, there, was, like, there was much you, more you, humanity you little, in the Lego little, Star Wars. And then her eyes go into X's after the baby's Now, this is, <laughs> this is a... Cool moment. The POV shot is this nice. Is the POV great. shot yeah. is cool, and it's not the, it's not the cool. shot; it's the sound. Right, and even even seeing his seeing seeing his reaction shot he's like, Holy is a really fuck. great moment where he sees the moment. You see the moment where he's like, uh, where the, the actual do not want moment. And he's like, I, I'm not okay with this. And then they put a little uh, digital. I like, yeah, I like when he breathes. You can see the smoke above his mouth, kind of go. Yeah. Oh, oh wow! I never noticed that yeah, before. That's nice. Digital. You should do visual now. <laughs> yeah, I should. 
You should win awards or something. Yeah. You're good at this. <laughs> How dare you die Kai right babies. now? So and and she and she's even uh, like you can. There's good in Anakin. Some, she has every. She has two <laughs> there kids is hope. and a belief that there is hope in her husband, and then she just cacks it. Like what is that? <laughs> like how dare she? Like I'm furious with this character. I I know somebody could bring him back. Yeah. But, but not me. But not me. Probably I'm not me. His I'm, wife, I'm, who he thinks I'm, is dead. I'm good. I'm I've had good. a really long day. You'll notice is, in here his uh, arms are uh, down in the trailer. You might have noticed they up. were up at his shoulders. Yeah. So. And, but then point, people pointed out, they're like, whoa, bondage. And, and George is like, what? What's bondage? And then someone <laughs> explained it to him. And then he was like, oh, can't have that. What? And you so think that's why? I thought it was just somebody who's like, nah, fuck it. Leave him down low. Well, yeah, because when he, when he pulls himself off of it, you'll see his arms snap up to yeah, his, go, his sides real fast. Because right now they're digital, and then they morph them back into the, the, the upward, upward held upward. ones. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Very important that he did that. It's very <sighs> critical that his Where arms is and this is And this is your... Your backstroke Where is moment. Padme? Do not want. The do, do not, not want. want. This is my yes. This is my do not want moment. And now, actually, it, this is the moment I was in the theater watching it, and I'm like, okay, they made this movie on purpose. <laughs> like I'm sitting there. I, I was honestly. These thinking, were all I'm like, deliberate choices. It spent them. Th- it, it took them three years and hundreds of millions of dollars, and they sat there and they made and they made this movie. <laughs> These like, are the choices they made. Yeah, that was that was like this weird, baffling moment to me. There it is. Snapping to the, and then it feels like one of those. It feels like one of those headless horseman things because his arms are so low in the shoulders. Well, Anakin is because <laughs> right, it's Hayden yeah. Christensen there, yeah. and his he does not is not nearly as tall yeah. as David Prowse, so his he's That's a in good the shoulders. Point. At, yeah. at, the, at the time, they were also saying that they had come up with a way to filter the audio so that Hayden's performance would be translated into James Earl Jones' voice. Uh, what? Not so it's, much with that. I don't think so. I, I think it sounded pretty close. I got no. I thought. Or I, I think actually James Earl Jones. Did I it. thought James Earl Jones did it. It I, sounds exactly sure. no, like I, him. it doesn't I, sound I, like him at all. I don't know. I mean, uh, well, why would, why why would so you make Star Wars and have Darth Vader and not call? Oh no, we've got James problems Earl... with. I'm, I'm ah. going to get to it. I'm going to get to it. Ah. I have not a whole what? thing. What, what, why would you how, not why would call you... James Earl Jones into the, oh, yeah, the yeah, sound? I'm pretty sure they didn't. He's not credited. He's uncredited. Well, I guess okay. That's a homage to the first one. If he did, but but the some of the patterns of the way he says it. You can still hear fucking whiny Hayden Christensen in there. So I actually, as as yeah, weird as it is, weird. I'm like, I'm like I'm I, so I sure. actually think maybe they digitally in, changed his voice and made it sound like James Earl Jones. Like, I, I want to get that filter, man. Yeah, that's a good filter. Yeah, I want to just um, say things on my answering machine. I don't know. The last of the TFN posts about how good is my Darth Vader impression. If uh, if if he was alive when I if they got. If they got James Earl Jones, then great. But I actually can believe that they didn't. Mm-hmm. All right, like, now, and maybe that I would, maybe that's I would just, really be surprised. Either way, maybe really. that's just confirmation bias because I don't think they did. But you know, I, I like you say, I wouldn't be surprised either way. Ryan, Michael, Brian, this is our wrapping up. Okay, have we left out anything? Scene. Oh wait, Qui Gon and ghosts. Uh, yeah. Shit. Is there anything we've forgotten? Well, yeah, it's 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 George Lucas saying. Oh, oh yeah! I said I was going to explain what uh, Obi Wan's line about more powerful than you can possibly imagine would be in Episode Two, and then I forgot to, and now I forgot in Episode Three. So he talks oh, yeah. to Qui Gon. <laughs> there's a lot of things that just happened in that. That's pretty. In that quick moment. More nighttime. It's very pretty. But we just had the yeah, moment where Bail Organa is like, "Ah, uh, yeah, w- wipe the protocol droid's memory." 
But he doesn't say R2's memory, which means right. that R2 runs around yeah, the he entire does. trilogy, he everything. knowing yep. everything. Yeah, mm-hmm. which we which we knew from the. Uh, I mean, that was the joke. It's right, like R2, that's the joke. R2 remembers Obi Wan. Right, uh, but but R2, which is a R2, great R2, joke. R2 yeah. remembering but, is but, the I'm the juggernaut bitch of yeah. Star Wars. Yeah, R2's like mm. serious. I mean, it's a great joke. I love it as a joke. Fine, but story wise. When when well, it, Luke it gets makes, in the X wing, he could have dot matrixed out a little message it that makes, could have saved him makes, a lot of trouble. It's like it's like he's found a way to make every character that we love a terrible person. Right? <laughs> it's right. like it's like they've managed to. Okay, and here comes the moment where I gave up, and it's it's basically right at the end, and we're seeing it. Why well, is so seeing great. the Death Star? No, no, yeah, almost. It, they walk up. Uh-huh. And it's Darth Vader, right? And he takes it's his place the by the Emperor's sides, and they're sure. and they're on the bridge. And There's we Tarkin. even see Tarkin. Tarkin, that's cool. And not I a like, bad, like not Tarkin. a bad makeup or uh-huh. digital effect. No, that's good. We hear the voice. It's the music. It's right. the it's the the music, you know. Which yeah. we, and then he does that. He crosses his fucking arms, and it's like it sounds like a nitpick, but bear with me here. It's he, like, would, he never did that. He never did that in the original trilogy because David Prowse was a bodybuilder. He was too huge <laughs> to cross his arms. So what did he do? He always had his hands on his hips or his hands on his belt buckle when he was standing. There. Right. It's the first fucking thing he does in the first five minutes of the first fucking movie. It's like he how walks hard in, puts the hands put, on the belt, and looks, looks around. around. And it's like it's like God damn it, Hayden Christensen, fucking go read an actor prepared, okay. or at least okay. read the title for God's sake. Because it's like, just go watch the movie and understand the character you're looking at. And yeah. that's the problem that I have. That, that Like, that's the moment, like All I right. say, okay. when it, it's totally just like, it's over. Because you never see, the whole point of the prequel trilogy is like, you're supposed to see the birth of Darth Vader, blah, blah, blah. And it's like, we never see that. What we see is some fucking pussy bitch and some guy starts, <laughs> arbit- into a suit starts arbitrarily calling him Darth Vader and puts him into a suit where we know a guy named Darth Vader wore, but he's no more Darth Vader than like a 10-year-old on Halloween. And quite frankly, the 10-year-old is probably more Darth Vader than he is because he'd remember the fucking belt buckle thing. <laughs> <laughs> Let's just cut the recording. Well <laughs> That's it. Well done. Uh. Well done. Michael, sit back. You've won. (laughs) (laughs) These last 10 years have not been in vain. (laughs) You nailed it. Michael Scott's destiny has been fulfilled. I know. I'm not sure what to do with my life from this point. There's another moment of Ewan being a great actor here, just in this little moment where he touches his mustache. Yeah. I'm very happy about that being his last Obi-Wan thing. Because he did that repeatedly. Even in the scene where he's like, your father wanted you to have this when he was old enough. Yeah, he tugs Mm -hmm. on his beard. If I could, if I had the chance to Oh my god, the fuck, let's hear it for the lace motif! John Williams is the only person in the Star Wars world and tertiary world that brings it consistently. Yeah. God Even when he doesn't bring it. And that's a beautiful ending shot. Even when he doesn't bring it, he already brought it. Also, Mm -hmm. the only ending shot that doesn't have R2 in it. Oh. They're always a group shot with R2. Interesting, I didn't know that. Brian William Fenifter. I'm all thinking it about it now. I'm like, mm, Brian, yeah, think yeah. back through it. Think back Brian, through. it's 2005. Wait, he wasn't a, he you wasn't survived. A Jedi. You survived. No. Are How you? do you feel about the prequels and Revenge of the Sith? I'm just glad it's over. Really? That bad? Yeah. I mean, I mean, it's, just, it's such an emotional fucking roller coaster. I mean, it 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 sounds stupid to say, but it's my childhood. It really is. You know, it's so many hours of my childhood and my imagination, and it's just. Gone. Shit on, and it's just gone. And you know what? You know what? At least it's over. It's over. If you can say one sentence to George Lucas in 2005, what do you say? Not again. Just (laughs) fine, but just don't do it again. Michael Dorkman Scott, (laughs) how do you feel about Revenge of the Sith and the prequels in general? Make the bad man stop. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, I mean, really, just fuck these movies. (laughs) 
<laughs> yeah. It's it's the kind of thing where people talk about, you know, people talk about movies ruining the books and stuff like that. And I think it was Stephen King who was like, they didn't ruin my books. They're right over there, you know, and kind of points to his uh, bookshelf or whatever. Or I think that's a story he tells about Hemingway or some fucking shit. But um, I, I really think the these movies damage the originals. They really do because you think of them all in the same kind of bin and you watch them and, and if anything, you're just, you're just – it creates a disappointment in the originals because you're watching. You're like, God, these were so fucking good. What happened? You know, And, and that's, that's what you think while you're watching those. You don't get to think, God, this is so fucking good. You think, what happened? And, and it's just I, – I, you know, I, I wish that wasn't so. And it, it, there, as we've talked about with all three of these movies now, there were very easy ways. I mean, he had 30 years. We've had 10 years now, but I, I've been saying a lot of these things since the 10 years began, you know, and, and a lot of us have. It's, it's not hard. If you really care, it's not hard of ways to think to, of to make these work. And, and he... There's so many possibilities. And I'm just... So many. Yeah, and I'm just... I'm so baffled by it because it's so much effort to make these movies, and yet at the same time, it just doesn't feel like he cared. You know, and it, and it feels like so many other people did care, and they were trying really hard, but he doesn't. And it's like, why? Why are you doing this? Just, just you know, keep re-releasing the old ones if it's about money, because you keep make, people yeah. keep buying people those. People will keep going to see them. They'll buy the Blu-rays and they'll buy the whatever and, and put it out on holographic and 3D and yada yada and just keep putting it out and you know. All right, so it's two thousand. It's two thousand and five. You've just seen Revenge of the Sith. What do you say to George Lucas if you meet him on the street? <sighs> I don't know. Nothing? Probably. I'll probably just pretend I don't even know who he is. I'm just like, hmm. That's what I did. Just <laughs> Ryan Weaver. There you go. <laughs> How do you feel about Revenge of the, the Sith? The hypothetical turns into, what did you actually do? <laughs> I walked by. What do, you, what do you think about Revenge of the Sith and the prequels in general? Well, it, they, they, you're, Mike's right in that. They do kind of undermine. I mean, you've seen these movies. You can't unsee them. You can't now like watch the the original trilogy and think back to like oh yeah that's what he's that's what allegedly Vader that's who he's this character is supposed to be and stuff like that and so you, you sort of you you can't divorce yourself from that but not but not completely so I will but still by say, God I'm gonna try I will, still, yes, I will say you can still go back and watch it and still get a feeling of like oh yeah this is how I used to feel watching this you know so there's that but sorry yeah go ahead. no no I I mean I personally. I don't know. This, uh, this has been a much less rough experience for me, maybe just because I wasn't here for the first two. But uh, I mean, I like I said, I mean, I, I I can sort of appreciate these all on different levels, which is just there's purely the sort of technical visual level of just I'm watching movies and boy, don't they look cool. And then and then there's this sort of story element, which I'm still sort of coming along with. I mean, I was I'm a bit like again like Teague, like you were with episode one, which is kind of like I'm. St- it's an ongoing process realizing, and it will continue to happen. I'm sure for the coming years, I'll keep I'll watch this again and then. Every time, a little bit more, I'll be like, fuck, that was kind of a waste, man. That sucks. Like, that could have been a lot better. And then that's going to be an ongoing thing that eventually when, I mean, that's why I'm not a writer, the, the I guess. The prequels brought you failure that never stops giving. <laughs> the gift that keeps on giving. So, All right. Now, obviously, you know, you've had the opportunity to make eye contact with George taking, Lucas. Yeah. If you were in a situation where you could honestly say something to George Lucas, what would you say about the prequels? About the prequels. I mean, what, what could you if you could say? Thanks so, for the paycheck. I mean, would, would you say? Would you? <laughs> would you honestly say thanks for the original trilogy? It really meant a lot to me. I mean, oh sure. I mean, something along those lines, maybe. Yeah, that's actually probably the most tactful way to, <laughs> thing to say. Thanks for the original. <laughs> when you completely trilogy. avoid the, the, you know, the 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 prequels at all, which probably I would. I mean, it's not like I like I want to kick them in the nuts or something. Like honestly, I, I don't. I'm not like you don't want to go back him. into 1993 and kill him with a shovel. 
No, no, not with a shovel. No, um, <laughs> just bean him. Just, just kind of knock him, knock him around a little bit, and be like, uh, you know. So he's like, so he's like drooling a little bit, and like, well, what I can't write this myself, you, you know. Uh, yeah. So get someone else. Right. Well, if it, if, you get, if you have the butterfly effect, you know, you take that into account. You just got to go back and hit tweak something to to derail the the prequels entirely. Just get him sure. laid in high school. That's the whole thing. <laughs> <laughs> but then you lose. Then you lose the original trilogy. We don't want to lose those. Get him late. Uh, make Kit Capshaw sleep with him. There you go. There you go. We got to the bottom of it. Very good. <laughs> That's it. All right. Anyway, let's for, make this happen, people. And for my part, and for my part, um, you guys all know how I feel about this. The uh, the Phantom Menace. I, I I was a fan of just because I was so young, and it just, I was such a retard that it happened to hit me in such a way that I was like. Yeah, it's Star Wars still because I, you know, I was nine when Phantom Menace came out, and I was five or six when I saw the original trilogy. So I'm like, motherfucker, the new one's out. Yeah, finally, the new one. Meanwhile, someone else has been waiting thirty years for these new movies. So I was like, fucking a New Hope. Oh god, Empire Strikes Back. Shit. And then Return of the Jedi, Muppets. And then fucking the Phantom Menace came out, and I was like, yeah, and the new Star Wars. And then digital Muppets. Exactly. And I finally kind of grew into, by the time Attack of the Clones came out, that was the first movie that came out that I had some sort of a, a reverence for that I was disappointed by then, subsequently, where I was like, oh, this isn't great. Oh, shit. And then Revenge of the Sith was even more of a... Cause, now what do I do? And it may not even be something regarded <laughs> in the film. It might just be that I was getting older to be... I was sort of discerning when Attack of the Clones came out. And then I was kind of really discerning when Revenge of the Sith came out. Mm-hmm. Because Phantom Menace is the one that I still have the fondest memories of. And the Phantom Edit, even more so than the Phantom Menace, because it's a better movie version of the Phantom Menace. Revenge of the Sith is a perfectly good prequel movie. And, and, and you set a pretty fucking low bar for prequel movies. I don't think it's... If I had to rate my Star Wars movies, and we'll do this in a second, mm-hmm. I would definitely do... Um, A New Hope, Empire, Jedi, The Phantom Menace, Sith, Clones. Because, you know, the original trilogy, obviously, however you'd rate them and have arbitrarily been rated them since you were five, that's what you've got. And then the prequels, it's sort of this arbitrary thing where a lot of people seem to have no problem with the deck of the clones, seem to all right with Sith, and everyone seems to kind of hate Phantom Menace, and I disagree with that. Return of the Sith had... Some cool shit. It had this, the the things that are the most memorable of Sith. And in fact, we were watching this. I forgot the most of our sequence. We came into it and I was like, oh, right. There is definitely a lava scene in this movie. <laughs> the things that I remember about Sith when I when I, I haven't seen it in a long time are the, the mask coming down onto his face. And um, that's pretty much it. <laughs> I mean, it seems like it's really obvious. Like, Lucas, you have one thing to do is just do this right. Well, see, icon- he did manage to make it an iconic moment. He did. I'll give him that. And it's Definitely. and it's and totally mm-hmm. Ben Burt. So there's there's my that's, there's, too, that, yeah. that's me. Sure. Prequels, God damn it, George. But all right, fine. And Phantom Menace is my favorite. And this movie, you did the one thing I thought you would have to do, and you did it adequately. Brian Finnefter, rate your Star Wars films. We've reached the end of the franchise. Uh, okay, Empire, um, Star Wars, Jedi, Sith, Menace, Clones, Dorkman. Actually, I think it's the same. Really? Pretty much. Um. Yeah. Well, I yeah. do tend to be right a lot of the time. <laughs> mine, just the last two. If I only switched. you spoke up more. Right. So, so mine, What's the last two list? I switched. So it's, it goes uh, Empire, New Hope, Jedi, and then uh, Sith. Then I actually, I think I, I think now, and, it, and that's a switch that overtook itself in, in the last couple of years, would be uh, Phantom, Menace, and then uh, Clones. Actually. Why do you prefer Phantom, Menace over Clones? You know what? Because I think I've successfully managed to completely eject it from the Star Wars saga in my mind. It is absolutely auxiliary, and I can enjoy it as just a weird romp through this funky universe where cool stuff happens, and there's Darth Maul and that. So you basically Qui-Gon relegated cool. a Star Wars movie to a shitty. Sci-fi it's a prequel to a prequel. Yeah, 
It's, yeah, basically. It's 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 completely like I don't even really connect it with the rest of them anymore in my head. So, yeah. You know, there you go. Well, there you go. And that It's like the fifth element. Any closing words? We're going to close the book on the prequel trilogy. It's a, it's kind of a momentous occasion. You got anything? Anyone? Fuck these movies. Thank God it's over. <laughs> And until next time, you can always find us at downinfront.net. You can subscribe to us on iTunes. Go to twitter.com slash downinfront and get an update every single week with our new commentary and a link to the web post about it. You can go to the forums and talk about it with our listeners. And until next time, my name is Teague Fig Christie. And I'm Brian Finifter. We made it, everyone. And Ryan Weaver. And you can always find us at downinfront.net. Thank you very much for listening. Good night, good night! Friendsinyourhead.com